Happy Monday, my Liberty Kitty Cats. And that is, unfortunately, in some ways, I guess, the last time I'll be saying those words to you. Well, I can't guarantee that. Maybe I'll go on Cameo. Maybe I'll make myself available. Uh, I could tell you or your loved one uh, for your birthday, anniversary, something like that. Uh, I can call them Liberty Kitties. I can ask them if they're ready to roar. All of that wonderful stuff. But this is, in fact, the last episode of this show, uh, at least of my show, of the flagship Lions of Liberty with Mark Clare show. If you're confused about that, where you been? You must have missed some things. So I'm going to recommend you just go back to episode 599 one week ago and you will hear my explanation for why. And then you should be pretty caught up on things. Of course, this was talked about on uh, Brian's Mean Age Daydream. I almost stumbled, almost call it ELL. The classic name still rings true to me, but um, it's been quite a journey here, I guess. I hate the word journey in some ways, but I'm going to use it here anyway. It's been quite the journey nine years, almost to the day, honestly. One more week from now, it would be literally about nine years to the day since I started the Lions of Liberty podcast. And this is the last episode I'm doing. Again, I explained that fully last week, but a couple things I wanted to tell you about before I toss this over to the final episode that I did uh, with some many familiar names and faces uh, earlier last week that streamed live for the Lions of Liberty Pride on Patreon. You can find them. Patreon dot com slash lions of liberty also on locals lions of liberty dot locals dot com why am i still promoting and talking about lions of liberty because it's it's not going away the brand the network these things are not going away and that's why in some ways while this is an end it's also a beginning it's a new beginning for lions of liberty i know john and brian have a lot of ideas of what they plan to do with the brand that's why they chose to keep the brand and I don't know what those plans are, but I'm excited to see it. And I'll be sticking around for the ride. Uh, You might see my face, hear my voice pop in now and again, uh, because we're all still friends and we all still support each other, uh, both publicly and uh, behind the scenes, I guess you could say. So I'm really excited to see uh, what Brian and John plan to do with this brand. And if you've been enjoying this brand for the last nine years or any amount of time in between, I strongly encourage you to continue to follow this brand, to continue to see what Brian and John do with it, and to continue to follow me because... um, I did kind of tease it a little bit on Twitter. There will be a new show coming out of this. It will be called The Mark Claire Show. It's not going to be airing next week because I do need to unwind. I do need to get myself together a bit. Um, After nine years, I really do need to step away for just a little while. Not too long because I don't want you to forget me. But I just want to let you know how to keep up with what I'm doing, how you can get updates on the new project that does come out. couple ways. Twitter is always great. I'm always on Twitter at Mark D. Claire, M-A-R-C, the letter D-C-L-A-I-R at Mark D. Claire on Twitter. Also follow my Substack. That is where I'll make many announcements in relation to the show and anything else I've got going on. You can find that markclaire.substack.com. Lastly, if you subscribe to the Lions of Liberty with Mark Claire feed, that is where my new show will magically appear at some point in the next few weeks. It's also where you'll get updates. You'll eventually see a trailer. You'll uh, see episode zero. Uh, So do subscribe. If you just subscribe to the Lions of Liberty Network feed, I want you to stop right now. Take this moment to go over to your podcatcher. Look up Lions of Liberty with Mark Clare. Subscribe to that feed. That is where you'll be finding my new venture. So if you'd like to follow me, those are the ways you can do it. I certainly encourage you to do so. Before we get into this live stream we did a few days ago where Honestly, we just kicked back, had fun. I don't even know if we talked liberty or anything like that, probably in some way, shape, or form, but I did have a blast doing it. But before that, I want to make sure you know about today's sponsor for this 600th and final episode. It is the Mises Mayors Pack, and they are supporting my good friend, Buck Johnson, a guy I've had the pleasure of hanging out with a number of times uh, since I first met him way back. Where was it? It was site. Man, was it only? No. 
No, it was in Austin. That's right. In Austin almost a year ago. And since then, I've had the opportunity to hang with Buck a couple times. Uh, again, like I mentioned there in Sayulita, Mexico at the Sayulita Super Spreader put on by our good friend Johnny Perfita last year, uh, as well as uh, at his house in Lockhart when I was driving from California to Florida. So Buck Johnson, good man, good person, and the exact kind of person that you want as a pillar of your community. He is running for city council in his beautiful, serene town of Lockhart, Texas, and he is going to keep woke politics out of Lockhart. He is the exact kind of person to fight back against the Great Reset at the local level, to push policies like contractually obligating cops to protect their own citizens, passing town charter amendments, stating that the government gets its legitimacy from property owners. This pack is supporting Buck and other people like him to institute these kind of libertarian property rights-based policies at the local level. So head over to MisesGOP.org slash Lions, support the Mises Mayor's Pack, and support Buck, MF, and Johnson. That being said, I will now toss you over to this live stream, to this final episode of Lions of Liberty. It has been an absolute pleasure serving you in so many ways as, I guess, a, a pillar of the libertarian community. But I do hope you follow what I'm doing because I have a lot of big plans. Until next time. Well, I'll save it for the end, okay? <laughs> I was joking. Well, now I'll give the joke away. I was joking about Sydney Sweeney that she got in trouble for... Is this the lost joke from the lost... <laughs> Whatever the lost show's episode. called now, Teenage yeah, Daydream. Yeah, Mean Age Daydream, the lost show that I just that I just recorded the whole fantastic fucking show and then there realized is, that the audio didn't record a single, not no, a single fucking second of it got recorded. There's no more appropriate wor- way to celebrate years of this podcast than starting off with you angry about something that went wrong. A- and, in a, and in a very Mark Claire fashion. I, now that you're leaving, I have taken over as the person I've never that had my entire the shows. Show. You've recorded entire shows you've lost before multiple times. I remember. I've never yeah, done yeah, that. This we is my all first have. time. This is my first time. I've done it. I've I did done it 25, at least once. I did maybe 25 twice. minutes with Robert Wenzel and then stopped and said and realized I wasn't recording it at all. <laughs> and he was very nice about it. And I did that one time, later. but only for about five minutes with a guy. Unrelated. Is this a show? I'm confused. Yeah, yeah I this think this it's is a show. show. <laughs> this is a show, already? Rico. Have you not been yeah. on this show before? Yeah. Rico, it'll start okay. when it starts. Maybe it already started. Maybe it hasn't yet. Depends on how interesting you are. Well, well, you well I just sent the link to the fart in a jar entrepreneur. So who I is watching, who's Rico, watching we obviously have to talk about this tomorrow on the boring podcast, too. Can we start with who's watching TV in the background? On the obviously. It's, it's always fucking Jordan. Rico. It's right, always well, Rico. Can we do something about that? I could come back in 10 minutes when the episode's over. It's yeah. your choice. At the end of this yeah. Or we could just live stream whatever the fucking show you're watching. Why yeah, did can, okay, you turn well, your, it's, it's, can you turn your laptop around so we can watch it with you? This is also very appropriate. This is can you guess? Can you guess what I'm watching? What does that mean? There's Seven definitely copyright violations on you. Law and Lights? Law and Order. Oh, well, now you're looking at the ceiling, so nothing? <laughs> I don't know. It looks awful. NCIS? Thank you for your concern. Is this how Rico learned everything he learned about Law and Order? White is talking to Ted Benick. How do you not know what this is? Also no known idea. as Rico's Law School. Yeah. Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I'd never seen Breaking Bad except for the first four episodes. Neither Didn't grab me. Didn't grab me. Wasn't into it. What? Wasn't into it. Okay, well, that's that's. Weird. Didn't you, do it for you, me. Are you watching it, Rico? You've seen it. Yeah, because Jordan's watching it from the start, so I'm kind of watching it with him. I mean, Even that's an appropriate. That's appropriate for a 14, 15 year old boy. I think it is.
You're teaching him life skills. How to make mess. How to escape the police. Yeah. How to learn to run. He's seen worse hanging out with me and Rico on WrestleMania weekend. That's true. And he's and he's learning learning a a healthy mistrust of the education system, knowing that most teachers are uh, cancer cancer riddled meth makers. That's that's one way to look. We've got some uh, some comments streaming in here. We can. uh, I I like. Hold on. I, I like that the only person that said we'll miss you, Mark. Thanks for the contributions is anonymous. Of course, it's actually Mark. Who, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a bot. Ninety percent of comments on the show are from bots. So don't worry. We, uh, this man, okay. Mark Claire, has asked us to uh, apply the Russian bot forums to uh, spam. Uh, why am I going to Swedish instead of Russian? Well, you know what I, I thought. That was the gay count. They're pretty close to each other when you think about <laughs> One, it. One, two, Mark, Mark. three, three penises in my mouth. Um, no, the joke from the lost episode that uh, <laughs> I recorded and didn't again? record is yeah. that I was going to joke about Sydney Sweeney and uh, said that she had worn Sweeney? a bunch of T-shirts that said like Christian stuff on them. And How, do people that, know who Sydney Sweeney is? I, I, I don't. Yeah, she's super hot from the show Euphoria. She's unbelievably hot with the unbelievably perfect body. And, and most people are known her for masturbating over her. And uh, I was just joking that now they want to cancel her. But, you know, she should wear a T-shirt that says, uh, God is my money shot. And uh, then I said I should make it to a Lions of Liberty shirt. And then I said you wouldn't let me do that <laughs> for obvious reasons. You know what's not funny is when you explain <laughs> the joke you did tell, but don't actually tell the joke. <laughs> That's the joke. God is my money shot. It's a great T-shirt. I think I think you've forgotten how to tell jokes. That's Again, this I told you it's not a joke in a setup and slam dunk format. It's just oh an off the cuff joke. Finally, our ESG score just went up because JB. There Lincoln's we go. Score. Wouldn't it be an ESB? John Bernard. Yes. ESG score. JB has yeah, yeah, well, JB is not sustainable. We all know that. JB is here to give us the state of science 2022. JB, you have three minutes. JB, three have you taken enough. a page out of Rico's podcasting book on how to uh, stay in f- directly in front of a very bright light so we can't see I your head? I sent him notes in the mail, and it looks like he's mastered the course. So, well, It's a six-week course, interactive course. You have to use your, use your head to block the light at all times. That's the key. That's better. All right. Well, I've been holding this long enough. Oh, I thought you were going to fart. Some bubbly. <laughs> I thought you were going to unleash a, a racist torrent on JB. <laughs> I've been waiting a long time. 20 years. <laughs> waiting 20 years for this moment. Because I'm just not a fan of your folks. <laughs> I'm finally leading I, lines I mean of scientists. liberty. I mean scientists. <laughs> I was like, well, actually, the sun is 93.2 million miles away as the earth rotates at a 45 degree axis. <sighs> For those of All you that right, are to the Patreon, JB is the, the best part of uh, Conspiracy Corner. Uh, always makes me laugh. I text JB after listening to the episodes because he always cracks me up because he's he has, he's out of my own heart just poking holes to be like, you guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> I still I would like a show that. someday but with, <laughs> that stars JB and the person who we cannot mention going at it on various subjects. That's what I want to hear. But I, we can't talk you anymore about that. Yeah. 
Our own you little should have had like a, a dummy dressed up as HS. Talk about controversy. There's this controversy around me that's like all swirled up, and yet no one knows about the actual controversy that we're not going to actually talk about because it is an actual controversy, sort of. Stop we're not going to say anymore. Yeah. Guys, uh, yeah, it's me. Hey, uh, uh, special appearance. Yes, from Mark. Hey, guys, it's me. I'm back. Arrived, everybody. I'm Jim back. Jim I don't Moon. care. I don't care what happens to me. I decided to show up for the six. Mark, I'm a six hundred. I have my finger on the mute button just in case I'm ready. Just in case. All right. I think we're safe. We stayed safe. We stayed safe. Anyway. JB, what's the um, (laughs) I don't know what we do. We're supposed to sing like a happy 600. I'm waiting for the state of science from JB Lumen. This is what I I came here for today. It's a mess. I don't need three minutes. I don't need three words. (laughs) Even JB is losing faith in science. You know, you know, things aren't going well. Well, at least my science is. What got to you? What got to you first? Was it the COVID stuff or, or did you really realize the earth is obviously not a ball spinning around in a fucking vacuum? Yeah, it was the moment that I, I came to the realization that I'm living on a spinning disc mm. in the ether. Um, mm. That kind of just destroys everything at that point. Well, you know what? You know, it's good, though. I, uh, I bought a lot of stock in golf cleats once I realized the earth is a flat spinning disc. Made more sense. That other joke was better. He didn't even get it. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, God is my money shot. <laughs> what the I fuck is up with the moon? Either. Let's talk about that. We could talk about, you know, nine years of uh, liberty, of deep dives and uh, debates if we want. But I'd rather talk about what the fuck is the moon? What's up with that? JB, can you explain this? In all, in all honesty, why does the moon not spin around? Why, is it just, um, why, why do we only see the one side of the moon? Something about title locking. It's been a while since I've read <laughs> that's about so it. That's so funny you say that because that's always the joke that I said. It's not really a joke. It's like, yeah, I don't know. And whenever I ask some scientists about it, they're like, I don't know, something about tide of tides. <laughs> and then you just literally said, I don't know, something about <laughs> well, tides. Well, not tides. The moon causes I know. Tide, I'm, you, you title did a variation on, just, on what I said. It's something yeah. to do with this proximity to the Earth and its gra- force of the Earth's gravitational. I'm not an astronomer. Like I read about so- this probably when I was like 20 or something. And I can't recall every aspect of every field of science on the drop of a hat. I can well, find out for you. That's what you're supposed to do. But, like, you yeah, know, I want you to like, find out for me. I, I, I wish I had those, those, I guess what that would require like a photographic memory or something to remember everything I've ever learned about every science. I'm pretty sure the Prince of Tides was about this exact topic. What about CERN? This is a conspiracy corner, by the way, I've decided. What, what are your thoughts on CERN in all seriousness? It's a research institution um this is this is also mark typing in rico is hot i wow. text him that every night so that's nothing new <laughs> is penny watching this <laughs> I'll, i don't know like i'll tell you it's you similar to like names. not remembering about the moon i really don't know enough about you know particle physics to if, if you're asking me if they're going to create black holes that'll destroy the earth honestly don't understand particle physics well enough to even be able to tell you if that's possibility that's what um, I always worried about too, for sure. Though, by the way, like I, I, I they always the, the old thing about the black hole is like, okay, it's so powerful that it sucks matter in. It's like, okay, then why create one of any size? Doesn't that seem to just to to it seems, invite danger? Well, considering what causes black holes in the first place, which are massive stars, it seems like. And this is me not knowing that much about particle physics. I don't know if we can generate that kind of power on Earth to you know to be able to squeeze matter in a way to form a black hole, considering what it takes in, in, in nature to do so a gigantic <laughs> star. That's like millions of billions of tons. We, I don't know if we can actually replicate that. We should have a hands across America 
but to create a black hole. It'll, but we'll put it out like hands across America for a black hole. People just join hands to unite their power and then uh, just die. Do you think, do you guys think the CERN scientists that are like, you know, cause they take photos with like that are, they have to be meant to either be signaling something or just be trying to rile up conspiracy theorists. Cause they'll wear like the Mandela t-shirt. Um, they, man, they had, what was the statue they had? They had some fucking weird ass fucking statue at one of their, uh, one of their buildings. You've seen what I'm talking about, right? Anybody? I don't think so. No, what, what is but I, I would guess they're probably just trying to rile up conspiracy theories. It's the Mandela effect thing, you know? Because some people think that CERN like altered reality, and that's why we all started remembering Berenstain Bears differently, et cetera, et cetera, mm. et cetera. And then it, so shortly after that, there was a CERN scientist in a photo that had like a Nelson Mandela shirt. By the way, on the Berenstain Bears. So my daughter right now is obsessed <laughs> with Berenstain Bears. And which one? Did you tell her well, they used to be all Jewish? Of them. Yeah. No, oh. I mean, written by S-T-A-I-N or S-T-E-I. It's stain. It's the ones I ever stain. But I will say this. I think it was always stain and we're misremembering because there's one book we bought and, uh, you know, not intentionally, nothing against the uh, the Catholic faith, but it is like the little lighthouse, like they're all Bible themed Berenstein Bears stories, which you didn't realize. So each one is really like, you know, something that Bible and uh, I don't think Jews would write a book with that much Bible intent. So I think it just have always have been Berenstain. Are those books really like super Christian? Uh, well, not all of them. I've, but never, the ones I've we... never seen any Christian Bernstein Bears books. Oh, wait. Do you, uh, hold on. Do you want to get it? I uh, believe you. I'm Jews, just saying I haven't seen them. Because they're Jews. Well, they're no, the I was going well, to share because it's kind of interesting. No, it's not Brian, you got to understand how the simulation works. When we <laughs> all moved over from the... The Bernstein simulation, the Bernstein simulation, the bears might have converted. Something <laughs> was, happened. They probably had one that was like. What more, what more do you need to know? Day. These fuckers. Wait, Mark, pushing, does it have a little symbol in the right corner? The the, there's a little symbol. Wait, there's a little symbol on it that says like, uh, it'll have a little lighthouse. It's like a, a a faith light book or something. And that's what the ones that we bought had it by accident, or the one anthology had it by accident. But I wonder if, like, like you said, the Mandela effect. I wonder if before the the changeover in the Matrix, if it was like <laughs> a start of David six point tail, you know, like, and now it's the lighthouse. Was that like a, a Sydney Sweeney joke, or am I? No, it's like I was saying. There's a little lighthouse for the Catholic Church, and now, like, if it was the Jewish one, the Berenstein Bears. What would have been the version of that that they would have had the little symbol? The Star David, right? Six point star. As I said, each story has six points for the Star David. But now it's like the Catholic stories. Each one does Bible verse. I don't know. You've, you've got me lost. How is this hard? To, it, it, no, I lost everybody here. It seems very no. fucking obvious to me what I'm referring to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let me just totally change the topic altogether because that, that didn't make any sense to me. Um, so <laughs> Mark's you, now first I feel episode was with Stephen Kinsella. And I got to say, I'm very disappointed. That and he's, he's here right now. Back Stephen, on. come on in. No, Stephen, not. sorry. And bore everyone to death and have him back on for the 600th wow. episode. Just an end right up. after that. That's messed up. Bore everyone to death. You know, I'll, I'll say the last time Stephen was on, he did not bore me at all. He was, did you guys hear that interview? It was a blast. Yeah, it was good. You know, it was way better than the first one, which makes it very obvious that the fault of the first one was you. <laughs> he's been on a number of times, by the way. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even that even the interview, uh, even the interview with Kane, I was like, <laughs> well, terrible. 
Well, we all got to start somewhere, people. Yeah, you, know? you got to walk before you. Where you go? How's so breaking bad? That, uh, I care. It's almost over. I got like two more minutes in this okay. episode. Then I'll what be. What was that post you had on Twitter today, Mark? About this isn't uh, Vince McMahon's WWE. What was? Yeah, what did was you see the about? promo? Well, just the guy's cursing, saying the f yeah. word. Yeah, yeah, they don't do that normally. And also, they were talking about this thing that really happened in real life where Matt Riddle like cheated on his wife and his wife left him and his kids left him and that really happened. And then that was that thing that... And that they was, called him out on it? And the, Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was obviously a work, the pro, but it was it was a work about a real life thing that really happened. So, it, you know, they're adding an, an element of sort of, a, you know, realism and more adult type shit, I guess. Is that good or bad for... I mean, I think it's good. It entertains me more. I'm here to be entertained. Nothing more. So yeah, if it entertains me more, it's good. That's the way I would. That's the way I would see it. Can't wait for Rico's thoughts on the Vince McMahon situation. But we gotta we gotta wrap up Walter White's latest shenanigans first. Oh, he says he's walked watching with his kid, but yet I don't see uh, his kid anywhere. Haven't heard him. Haven't seen him. Well, uh, that could be anybody. It's dark in there. That could be yeah. That could be any fourteen year old boy. <laughs> and you never any, know with Rico. Pro- all the 14-year-old boys are always hanging out from, as well. Yeah. From one of Cleveland's many 14-year-old boy rent-a-stores. <laughs> you don't even have to show them an ID. They just give them to you. You just go in and say you'll bring them back in the time. And they give them to you. All right, Odie. Favorite Lions of Liberty episode? This one. Oh, <laughs> lazy. That's a great answer. No, I, I would honestly... The Do one you have that, to be on it, Mark? Right, you don't have to bore everyone. I'm back. I don't <laughs> be on it. Finally, the real my favorite, but what, one, I mean, thinking back to like our first LILDLs and our first like naughty or nice episodes, uh, I mean, those, those were just, just ridiculous, sloppy times. And, uh, you know, that was before there were a lot of podcasts out there. And we were, I honestly think that we... You know, Rico, the broke, volume. I think we broke some ground with those episodes. Post credit scene. And opened, opened the doors up for, uh, you know, Podcasts like Tower Gang and for other boozy, unhinged. We were for, for yeah, far we were, worse people to come in. We were Joe Rogan drinking whiskey with his chest. <laughs> Move over, Can Elon you? Musk getting high. Where were you five years ago when I was talking about Gary Johnson stoned off my ass? Where were <laughs> yep. you? No, I man, think uh, I, I, in the same vein as Odie, the first couple Halloween episodes where we were going door to door trick or treating and uh, doing impressions before everybody got sick of it. Those are very funny and very fun. I never got sick of it for the record. Thank you. Well, certain people here were bitching about it. it. Yeah. Odie. I just didn't want to do it. And I didn't want to read your 20 page scripts. It was ridiculous. I did not like reading (laughs) scripts. I'll say that, but it made it so funny that the the Christmas carols when JB and uh, he who shall not be named. That was formerly on the podcast when they sang the Christmas carols a couple years ago. Hilarious. The worst, the worst singers in the history of, of politics or the internet. Yeah, it was it's bad politics. I think it was so bad it made it enjoyable, at least on my part. <laughs> I don't know about anyone who had to listen to it. That's so good. Mileage may vary. Yeah, I think uh, like those those don't ha- yeah like the Halloween, the Christmas episodes. They were always really fun. The Thanksgiving bukkakis were fun. Back when Johnny Rocket was alive. What's that? by the way, Rocket Watch. Where the fuck is Johnny Rocket? What has happened to him? Is he if living? Stephanie's watching. With maybe it? she can answer because she was supposed to start this podcast starting with him like a year ago. Real? Uh, yeah. And I saw promo you. art for it. I talked to Johnny on the phone. I saw promo art that he sent me. I'm like, sweet. So this will be launching any minute because there's promo art. Is he? I hope he's Roger Paxton's farmhand. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he ended up. 
Right. I think we'll just, all all end up there at some point. Like oh, the, the oh my god! Security. It is the old lo- the old libertarians podcasters' home was just yeah. <laughs> just you go out to Roger's farm and he he puts you to death after a few years. Yeah, you just work the land until you die. <laughs> I think actually those first those first Thanksgiving episodes where I didn't have to edit them because Johnny would spend ninety seven hours editing in fucking crazy sound effects and shit that were technically really you know both of our shows, but I, those are great because. You know, I got to get drunk, got to not edit them, and then they actually sounded way better than than you know anything I would ever do on my own. So that was nice. Well, Johnny Rocket is still alive and still posting on Facebook. And his last alive. post, I, I spoke with him about that long ago. His Married last again. post was was more and more the right is becoming the old Libertarian Party. So, what does that mean? What does, what does that, that mean? mean? I actually I don't, don't even know what that means. I would, I was, I would think Mark would almost agree with that. Kind of. What I'm is trying the to, right? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to wrap my head around what it means. What is the old Liber- so so the right is becoming isn't, Murray Rothbard? Is that what he means? Isn't the old, I was thinking the old Libertarian Party means like Funny, the Gary Johnson Weld like you know milk toast Libertarian Party? I guess who you got to define old Libertarian Party. Who is he? Who is he talking about? The right? Is that Why don't we just Cheney? bring him on to answer to, to answer these to these crimes to answer this post? Well, I'm going to drink more champagne. Well, Brian left. He said enough. So I did he really misspell sure. your name on purpose as a joke? I'm assuming. I, be- I believe so. I'm pretty sure. I'm fairly certain he knows how my name is spelled. Not like when I made our pledge class paddle and I spelled your name wrong. Oh, did that happen? Yeah, it did. You burnt. You burned it in with the yep. uh... incorrectly, <laughs> and then he then he burned it into my uh, my back shoulder, and now that's yep. that's spelled wrong too. Uh, no worries. It's buried in some. Uh, I don't know, Forest and Belfont for some reason. Why Why did you do that? Why did you bury it in I forest? didn't do that. The uh, person who's not on the show did that. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Voldemort. It's just Lord yeah, Voldemort. I don't even know why you asked, so they, like... <laughs> don't know why, but... If there's a crazy <laughs> thing that happened in college and we can't say who it was, it, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. I'm very much out of the loop. I'm going to need to know what, like... I gotta, I gotta have to have like I don't know what's going on. JB doesn't even know I'm leaving. <laughs> that I do know. JB probably, probably doesn't. He probably doesn't know. Give me, give me some credit. You JB, good what? news. You're the new host of Lions of Liberty with Mark Claire. Am I? That, <laughs> but, that which, I but part of the I agreement is it has to keep that, that name, even though you're hosting <laughs> it. Be, it'll now be Science of Liberty <laughs> with Mark. Claire. And also, it, and, and also, it always shows up late. You just have to change your name legally. Oh wait, Mark, you said Jason Stapleton. Speaking of Science of Liberty, you said so. For those who were, don't know, weren't there, Stapleton we were all at Porkfest with Jason podcast. Stapleton. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to I hear your version of it. I haven't heard his version, and I want to hear your version of him. Ba- you said he bastardized the Dr. Science concept. He didn't bastardize it. I think I was. No, he, I think he actually was pretty accurate with it. Oh, I thought he just left it. out some uh, some things that he it's might just, have ingested. Some details might have been left out, but they are uh, appropriate. Oh, they're, they're, they're oh, we, as, as much as could be said was said. Let's just put it that way. What episode was it on, by the way? I have to listen to it. I, I, let me reference my this spreadsheet. Of the one, the one that I was on. <laughs> so just search uh, oh, my okay. name and Stapleton. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, oh, well, that's easy. On. That's easy enough. When is, when is Stapleton going to bring on Brian and hit the hat trick? Um, you know, it's funny. I record, you go to his I, wedding, but you don't get on the podcast. What's up I with thought, that? That's funny. I, it's no one of the other. He's got a wedding list and a no podcast. You don't know about the wedding, but Never not a two-shot cost. And, and well, here's the kick. <laughs> here's the real kick in the dick. The I, I recorded what I Jack thought was an now. episode for his podcast, and it was all about me doing public relations expertise shit, like advice on for entrepreneurs, how to start, you know, run your own PR, do PR, tips and tricks. And then I was like, hey, when's that uh, episode airing? And he's like, oh, no, that was for my course. And I was like, oh, I'm glad I got paid for that. 
<laughs> so thanks for that all that pro bono work. Thanks, <laughs> made, made a million dollars. Thanks in the mail. Stapleton, <laughs> secret to success. <laughs> yeah. Get people to record podcasts and release them as. I was courses. like, what the fuck? Well, so I was like, I was like, well, it's weird. He didn't do like a big intro or anything. Uh, I was like, oh, that's weird. No, you cut that in later. You know, come on. Control the conversation. Who's writing this on Facebook? Stapleton likes to control the conversation. So does Brian. Don't we all? I, like I do. Of course we do. That's why I remember at one point Stapleton. A podcaster doesn't want to get this. That's what a podcast is. It's controlling a conversation. <laughs> exactly. Stapleton, well, I, 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 would, I would argue, though, Stapleton in person, though, is not like that. Brian in person, very much like that. Why not control the conversation? Oh, 100% accurate. Um, <laughs> no, Stapleton did meet with Mark and I. And I remember we went, went out, got drinks at a, a tequila bar. And he's like, guys, you know, I want to get like, uh, I want to you know, move on and get different hosts in and maybe expand the network and do different shows. We're like, cool. Yeah. We're this da- is the story we're supposed to share, but who cares? Well, it's my, it's my last fuck? show. What's who he gives do? Sue Lions Liberty? Not my problem. But I'm sure I guarantee he won't give a fuck. So we're yeah. talking to him. He's like, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We'll come in. We you know, have you guys, you know, maybe come, come ho-host and do some I'll pay shows. Probably 50, 60,000 an episode. Yeah, 50 I don't easily. Know if he 50. Said that or not. I wasn't going to the numbers here, but he's going in and this is back when it was the Jason Stapleton program when it was libertarian, Which right? Now and, again. and we're like, that sounds great. Yeah. But at the same time, I knew it wasn't going to work. And I think he did too, because he, you need a guy. And I think maybe this is why it didn't work with Matt Erickson eventually, but you need somebody as a co-host that end. is not that my favorite era of, of JSP. Well, it was fun. Well, the funniest part was when you'd yell at Matt Erickson. Well, that's what uh, I loved. Yeah. I think this is a good show um, idea for Brian, just to tell everyone why other podcasts didn't work. No, 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 no. That could be I'm a so- new episode every week. But it always no, has been more successful podcast. There's so many nice. podcasts you never run out of. That's true. That is true. It's actually a really good idea. That is it's a like great libertarian idea. libertarian podcast review, but just about podcasts that's You know, at least the person who had the podcast would listen uh, to find out what to do. But no, it was just, but to your point, it would never work because you need a, a second banana that doesn't want to talk all the time. And Mark and I would both not be good second bananas on a fucking podcast with Jason Stapleton when he's the lead dog. It just wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. Well, I don't know. You, look, I mean, you look at someone like Matt Erickson. He likes to talk on a podcast, but he bit his tongue on Stapleton's show. I, I don't know. Not all could, the time. And those were the funniest episodes. <laughs> not bit. I mean, it's just he wasn't like trying to dominate the conversation because he wouldn't have been on the show oh, yeah, that yeah, long yeah. if he was well, you exactly. know, interrupting yeah. and. It was only when they happened to get into a certain subject and then, you know, when it would go a certain direction that, and those are some of my favorite episodes of all time. Right. Well, exactly. But yeah, point being though, but he did like, he bit his tongue. Like, I don't know if I could bit, I, I don't know if I could bite my tongue all the time. I wouldn't. That's the problem. I could never, I could never be a, a second banana. And One banana guy. why I had to leave. That wacky co-host <laughs> material. You yeah. only ruin this <laughs> podcast network for one banana. <laughs> One banana at a time. All right. What about did Curious George have a tail or not? I'm going to keep bringing it back. No, he's a chimp. Yes. Oh, 100%. Oh, so I'm doing a fantasy draft too. This is a, you're doing a fantasy draft right now? What? Yeah. Nico's watching just, Breaking Bad. Brian's doing fantasy. It's the way it worked out, You guys are locked into this uh, historic celebration. It's the way it worked out. Of, I'm watching my lifetime NXT achievement now, award. actually. It's a good you're watching MTV? I have NXT. So the, the curious curious George conspiracy is that he who's right. did have a tail or that he did I didn't? know who's right, but I'm curious. So any I swear I can remember him hanging from his tail. Is that yeah? I he thought he tail. was a chimp, therefore he has no tail. He well, certainly doesn't look a like a chimp. He's, he's so a small. 
According yeah. to the current timeline, anyway, he has no tail. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure Curious George is a chimpanzee. Well, he All looks right. nothing like a chimpanzee. I had a Curious well, George, also George a doll. Yeah. This, one, <laughs> this one's very contentious. This is a uh, one that a lot of people would get fired up about. Uh, does the does the Monopoly Man have a monocle or not? Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. I remember. No, him. I know this one. He doesn't. He did doesn't, we do this. I think he. Th- I thought he did. Maybe. I thought he did for sure. I definitely thought he did, but I. I mean, they say people get him confused with Mr. Peanut, who does have a monocle, but that seems yeah. weird because I. They both I, have canes. What's the and similarity between them? I guess those are some similarities, but one's a fucking peanut, and I feel like I would remember that that, that guy's a peanut. This other guy's a, a white banker. Uh, yeah, I always just assumed that he's the, just the type of guy who would have a monocle, so I just kind of put it there in my brain. Just like a lot of these things where he looks like someone who should have a monocle. So my it brain seems just like put you're it just there. In, in hindsight, just rationalizing this, JB, instead of really letting yourself well, go. Well, yes, because I have reality, and in hindsight, I need to r- rationalize what's not true. That's well, exactly need, what I'm doing. You need doing. to rationalize you know, what, not, I, what can I think make that's sense more based on the current than paradigm. There's an alternate timeline. JB, what's the like science behind a monocle? Like, which one is more reasonable? Yeah, what the fuck is a monocle? Like, I, I well, know why is, would but... you have a monocle? What is the scientific rationale? As opposed would... to glasses. Like... Yes. I don't know. Um, Saving glass. If, uh, if it's not to look cool. I want to start a show where I just ask then, JB then bullshit that he doesn't feel like talking about. <laughs> you only need corrective lenses in one eye. I JB, I feel like I need corrective lenses right now because podcast. are you using the Barbara Walters filter? Did you put Vaseline on the lens? What's happening right now? This I feel like I need glasses. Keep the light. Well, you said the light was too bright, so I muted the background. It's That's even worse now. How is it even worse? It's now fine. it's just possibly be distractingly worse. blurry. At best, it could be neutral. <laughs> All right. Before I forget and before we hop timelines and everything I'm about to talk about changes, I do have to mention that this historic episode, this 600th and final episode of the flagship Lions of Liberty with Mark Claire, does have a sponsor. And that sponsor is our good friends at the Mises Mayor's Pack, formerly Mises GOP, who are supporting our good friend Buck Johnson for city council in his amazing, beautiful town of Lockhart, Texas. And instead of reading the script that I was paid to read, why don't we each say our favorite thing about Buck Johnson going around the room, starting with Brian McWilliams. Favorite thing about Buck Johnson. Go. Oh, that's not fair. Rico, what? he's a wrestling fan, so you can use that. I just made my first round pick. Risky, by the way. Alvin Kamara. Risky. I think he's going to be okay. I don't think he gets you're going to fuck up and draft Buck Johnson by accident. And then Buck you're Johnson, me everything about <laughs> number Alvin one draft. And you're going to vote for Alvin Kamara for city council for Lockhart. City uh, council. My first, uh, <laughs> I, I think Buck Johnson is uh, number one fantastic city pan- council. He is a man who has, he's lived the life of a rock star, but chosen to live the life of a person that's going to help the common man, a politician. That's my favorite thing. All right. Next up, uh, let's, let's uh, actually. JB, let's go to the person who knows Buck Johnson the least. Maybe less than Rico. What do you know of Buck Johnson, JB? Tell me your favorite thing about him. Well, he has an awesome name. Okay, there you go. He has a strong, strong, awesome name. I can see that with a nice little plaque in front of there sitting in some legislator. Some have called him Buck Johnson. Buck around and find out. I'm fine with that, too. Fuck around and find out. Johnson has a nice ring to it. Um, Odie, favorite thing about Buck Johnson? Well, I mean, I think he's one of the best. We're shooting one of the best podcast hosts out there. Nothing against you know the. the current How can that be possible if he hasn't had me on the show? How? Well, you know, maybe you'd ask How? yourself some some questions yeah, about yourself. This is, a, this is more of an introspective type thing, I think. <laughs> 
Uh, no, no, I'm quit too. I quit too. I'm with Mark. I'm with Mark. I'm going with you. I'll take it. Lions of Liberty is mine. I win. I've outlasted you all. <laughs> it's like the office when Mark leaves to start the uh, the, the Mark Claire Paper Company, and then I then I'm Jen, I'm beneficial. I'm going to start the Mark Claire Podcast Company. <laughs> I'm looking for any recent high school interns or um, college dropouts that want to work for free. <laughs> you have a stepson now. You don't need it's make him work. You should oh, restart uh, three podcast equipment. Three green, three green karaoke. Is that what it's called? Should I bring that three back? Green entertainment. You should. As a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, Mark, Mark, everything around. Mark and, and I'm going to start conspiracy corner karaoke. Wait a minute. Can okay. we find? Can we find no, the picture, okay. Mark? Can you find the picture of you and Jamie uh, <laughs> when you were both wearing like suits? For three green karaoke at some, I don't even know, some launch party. And it yeah, literally looked it. like the launch of uh, <laughs> Prestige Worldwide. It's Prestige Worldwide. Yeah, I can find it. <laughs> it's for, Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> it's like, like the two of them. It's these two, two jerk offs in suits running a karaoke thing, like shaking hands and looking at the camera. Prestige Worldwide. <laughs> yeah, I'll have it up shortly. Uh, buy me some time. Here are podcast shows. <laughs> talk about stuff. I Rico, agree what's your favorite thing? thing I need Rico, to get, what's your favorite uh, thing about Buck Johnson? Well, so I went to Wikipedia to figure out who Buck Johnson was. No, no offense to this Buck Johnson, I just don't listen. Uh, so, <laughs> first Buck Johnson was a backup vocalist for Aerosmith. I'm assuming that's not him. Correct. The uh, Correct. second Maybe. Buck Johnson I came across was a six foot nine former power forward for the Portland Trailblazers. Also, don't think that's the same Buck Johnson. So. Uh, I don't know what to say. He's uh, he's got a well, fantastic name, and he's, he's a big an, pro wrestling fan, Rico. He's an inspiration. Well, I don't know who uh, who he who he roots for. How many WrestleManias yeah. he's gone to? I mean, I need more information on that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, right. whose farts in a jar does he buy? Are they Stephanie? All right. So should I share 90? my should I share my screen to show this? How do uh, I- yeah, obviously. All right. Um, I'd like to record this computer screen. Uh, Not record. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Allow it. Oh yeah, I have to I have to do all this stuff. I have to open its preferences. And- no, just send it. Just maybe email it because that's gonna yeah, that's gonna take you forever to do that. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Got, I like that you planned out your you know your big six hundredth on well, leading I wasn't show. planning to share photos of myself starting. Why not? It's company. a live thing. Why, you always should have your screen share set to should share. I send a link. Should I send a link? Well, share this, like, is this is your life, like a roast. Ford and computers right now. That would have been. <laughs> Mark, you are uh, trying you to have sex it? with this woman as your there. fraternity brothers banged on your door. I'm going to set it and played chat. what song? One of you guys <laughs> can take it from a private chat. Uh, Rico, do you have a guess as to what song was played in college while Mark was is trying to have yet? sex? Something happening here. I think, I think we're, that is correct. <laughs> I think we're losing Mark's feet. I, I think I think we're losing his feet. He's, he's going out. He's going out. We, we lost him. Oh, Where'd he go? Lost. Oh, we'll get him back. Here he is. Here he is. Isn't it yet? Okay, we got Mark back. Hey, what's up, Mark? Hey, guys. Hey, hey, guys. Can you hear me? Uh, Yeah, Mark, you sound actually, you sound better. Your camera's uh, a little far away, though. I decided to upgrade my equipment and uh, my vocal tone and tenor to make me sound like a, a smarter person. Mm, I like it. I like that you sound like an adult. I can't wait to edit the shit out of this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to edit all of this out. 
<laughs> little every time you hear a little this nugget here, any spaces, damn words it. on words on words on words on no breaths. People are not Mark, allowed to breathe. That There'll link you no sent breathing. says content not available right now. Maybe oh, you. God damn it! So I have to download the picture and yes, download and send it. All right, all right. So who's it. really there? A guy. Well, worldwide. again, you're so small on the screen. Uh, dark Claire. He's worldwide. Should we make him it's bigger? Small on the screen, but huge in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huge right. under the desk. Yeah. Founding a prestige yeah. worldwide. <laughs> Here. Yep. There you go. Nailed Look it. at that. Look at that. Look at that. There huge he screen. is. There's the, the new host. It is, what is amazing is Dan is uh, he's big under the desk, but uh, tiny in real life. That's <laughs> true. That's I mean, true. I you literally like R2-D2 on the sand cruiser with drinks on his head, small in real life. Mark has slept in the same room as me, so he knows. Did he even know? Oh, I wasn't sleeping. I was staring. <laughs> so were you, you, were you curled down- up under the pillow? Did he even realize you were in there? <laughs> I downloaded the picture. Now what? I like how Dan's got a vape pen so sophisticated it's plugged into something like a hookah. It's plugged into a battery. Uh, <laughs> so I don't have to run it from the wall. Upload this file. This is a very professional podcast you have this here. Is, uh, it's, uh, this is everything <laughs> we could have hoped for. <laughs> <laughs> and when you, again when you missed it is that i i can't even make that much fun of mark because i just recorded an hour podcast that yeah at least none i have audio, audio. Recorded. none of the audio <laughs> i i moved the mic recording it and clicked the button by accident and none of it recorded now the real hour. question is did you still schedule it for a release and get it all set up to go out as oh yeah blank audio file nice. oh yeah nice. it's, it's on, on youtube right oh, now do you, oh do you want to see it it's on <laughs> do you want to see it oh and i deleted it i deleted it from youtube you didn't oh, even look God. at it at all before hitting upload? No, because I had done other audio earlier and I was like, all right, it's all good to go. Click record. And I don't wear <laughs> earbuds when I record the solo show. Yeah. I just talk in the mic, but I adjust the mic right before the show and just. Nice. Like that. Nice. Fucking awful. So now, 15 minute episode tomorrow and uh, a full episode. I was actually, I was talking to this, I was like, should I tell Dan to just do my episode tomorrow, real quick? And uh, yes, <laughs> I've, I've been advocating this from the beginning. Brian Half has also left the And it will air me. before this, so you could still carry on some kind of. And then, and then Odie can, and then Odie can leave, and Dan will just have the whole network. <laughs> Half these people watching would take it, it would still believe it, no matter what you tell them. Even though we set this whole premise up, they would still believe that it was happening. As I can't believe funniest- how many people believed it how many messages i got like what's going on is everything okay by far the funniest thing that happened was my brother-in-law called me on the phone which (laughs) doesn't really happen that often and just just to say hey is everything okay i like your sister didn't she's like fuck that guy she's not on twitter she doesn't know what's going on he's just like i'm like yeah why he's like you know i just saw a few weird things on twitter and because i had said something playing into the whole thing i was like oh my lawyers won't let me talk about this and he's like and my they're both lawyers so he's like you know if you need lawyers like you know (laughs) You talk to us, like you don't need, you know, lawyers, like, so. guns, and money. We'll send it up and send it home. And I got a surprisingly, I mean, it's the most re- reaction I've gotten to an episode. In a, the most reaction I've gotten to an episode in a long time, which didn't feature me. I don't know what, maybe that really says it all. It's probably the most reaction I've gotten to an episode in a long, or <laughs> ever as well. Maybe we should <laughs> both be hanging it up here, pal. Yeah. Or we should just join forces. Do you want to start the, the Mark uh, Claire and Dance Mod show? Yes. Yeah, so let's start uh, Conspiratarians. All right. I'm down. We'll start tomorrow around 2 p.m. Central. Sounds good. Or five days ago, if you're watching this, if you're not a patron of Lions Liberty, right? I didn't know. I was past. about to share this publicly. I didn't know if it was public. I guess it's not. No, not yet. No, we got to. We still got to get. You know, we got to give people a reason to pay to send money. Yeah. At the end of the day. But yeah, I still have people who think that uh, I'm I'm 
pissed off at Dave Smith, no matter how many times he's <laughs> been on my show since then and talked and made jokes about it and everything. Uh, they still aren't picking up what I'm putting down, apparently. But that's okay. Uh, it's not working. I got the picture downloaded, but it will not. It doesn't want to be uploaded. That's so sad. Well, I guess it's not meant to be. No, no. My whole goal of this podcast is to is to get this done. It's to Let's open see if this I can one find picture. The picture yeah. in five seconds here, <laughs> or to share my screen. Yeah, it doesn't want to share my screen. Fast. Anyway, anyway, we can talk about I've other stuff while I do this. Dan, Just, favorite lines, Liberty. Hold on, hold on. Did you hold on. Email it to us. Just hold on, guys. I got to I got to finish the longest ad read of all time because if you like all those things we said about Buck Johnson, uh, for realsies though. You got to support Buck and you got to support Mises Mayor's Pack who are supporting Buck. You can do so by making a monthly contribution over at MisesGOP.org slash Lions because Buck is the fucking man and people like Buck are who are going to keep the bullshit woke politics out of their local areas. And I think that in re- like at the end of the day, the way we can all f- affect politics the most is going to be at the local level. So having someone like Buck who is like, I wouldn't fuck with Buck. I would not fuck with Buck at all. So I, I, I that's who I want at city council. That should be his keeping, campaign slogan. Keeping woke bullshit out be. of my town. So buck, that is buck, my, buck. I thought I it was. With, that's what we were discussing I, I before. Thought, I thought it yeah, Buck be, Buck is better. Or Buck, 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 buck around Buck. <laughs> buck around <laughs> and find buck, out. Buck, 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 what was it? One, two, three, or none? We used to play a game called a Buck Buck. I don't care about any policy. If I had a sign that said Buck around and find out, I'd put that on my Oh, own. totally. I was just talking about this. <laughs> fuck, fuck, you, I mean, fuck around and find out is the greatest thing ever, number one. And number two, it just says so much. It can mean anything. Fuck around and find out. It's multi-layered, actually. Yeah. It works on so many levels. Mark, I have this picture pulled up and sharing in a screen. If you, you can select that. Is it that? Mark? Uh, Dan, Dan found it. Yes, thank you, Dan. (laughs) Yes, this is why you're the new host. I used Mark's link and screen shared it before he could even open the link. (laughs) It wouldn't even open. Read Prestige Worldwide. Uh, I probably have you blocked on Facebook. That must be what it is. I like how Mark is also one of the guys from Bad Dudes in this. This The video game Bad Way before. I mean, yeah, I was. I didn't have facial hair. I didn't have (laughs) long hair. I did dress like I was starting Prestige Worldwide. Apparently. (laughs) <laughs> what year was this? This was 2008, I think. Yeah. In 2008. JB chimed in with the, the confirmation of the year. How do you know? Yeah. I was <laughs> no, able this to is when I was it. living in California. Oh, did you open it too? Okay. 2008. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Look at those, those beautiful Odie shiny was a pioneer. Odie Look got out these. of California before it was cool. Did you guys, uh, you obviously talked ahead of time. You decided on black blazers and white wife beaters. No, we just happened to show up like that. Of course. Those are actually those three wife green beaters. No, there are actually three green T-shirts. Our logo is on the shirt, but it's a where they put it on the back. Good branding <laughs> somewhere around. Well, you can't wear something that covers up the logo. It'll it's on the great. inside. It's we got a great deal. It's on the inside of the shirt. You have to wear it inside out for people to see it. By the but, way, you know. Jamie Petrilli, welcome to Lions Liberty. Your very first appearance after all these years. <laughs> anyway, should I keep this up the whole show? I'm thinking about it. Yes, uh, make it your background. It's like they were going for like my new formal <laughs> tuxedo look, but uh, they couldn't possibly find a. Button. We were going a deal right there. I, I the was handshake. getting ready for libertarian conventions before I even knew it. Look how yeah. fat Mark's It looks like Mark agreed to something that he immediately regrets. <laughs> Mark, Mark, why did I sign a ten-year contract? <laughs> Mark, are you the Miz in this picture? How many steroids Maybe. were you on with that fucking neck of yours? High compliment. What's going on? Yeah, a lot was going on that that year. Huh? <laughs> He does look like he's regretting this decision. I was in year two of a 10-year transitional phase. So (laughs) it was interesting times all around. To or from? Anyway, I hosted karaoke for almost a decade. Can you believe that? 
That is no. absurd. Yeah, and and just let everybody know, he was just as bad at coasting karaoke as he is technically at this show. And you'd go up to Mark and he'd be and like, Mike was always know, on first. I don't of all. know what's Second going on. Yeah, Mike always off. Uh, that's not true. Mike always off. He'd try to talk, tell people who's up, always off. You'd go up to be like, hey, can I put in a song? He'd be like, I just I I can't deal with it right now. I got eight <laughs> songs. I gotta queue up here. Songs. And you're like, aren't they just you don't you just Google them in your computer and fucking no, hit yeah. add? And he's Google like, You don't understand computer. how it works. So exactly. like, all right. This is exactly how it would happen. You don't <laughs> fucking understand anything about how it works. It's much more complicated. <laughs> no, it's not Google, it's that. Spotify, you idiot. And then, it's I, then I would go up. Mark would walk away and I'd literally layers. walk up and double click a song and sing it. <laughs> <Kind of dang laughs> when he's in the bathroom. It took no time. It was the easiest and Jamie would do it. Mark would be Mark would be busy. Rico. That's how that's what I'm doing. Mark would be busy and Jamie. Jamie would be running karaoke out of zone with no problems, no problems. Yeah, but you know it had its benefits. I will say that I had many good times, many late nights. Didn't pay for drinks, a made buck, a little buck. bit of money, not much money, but made some money. And yeah. uh, it was an era. I will say, I, I do not regret this time in my life whatsoever. I, I never, much like pledging the fraternity or whatever. It's like the best time, but I would never ever <laughs> the ever, best ever decade you'll again. never want to do again. Yeah, it's the best decade I never <laughs> want to repeat. <laughs> Uh, kind of like hosting Lions of Liberty. Wait a minute. Hold I'm going on. through phases. This is what I do. I do a decade at a time. All right. I thought, speaking of karaoke, I thought you were going to become uh, best friends with Paul Hogan. What's that? Well, you-, you know what? I didn't go, actually. But he just posted that Labor Day might be the last day of karaoke. yet. So now I think we have to go on Labor Day. You got to find out That's where right. the new karaoke is going to be. No, it's, well, yeah, but it's. I think he's just teasing. He's like, or should we keep it around, brother? I think it's just like a promotional thing. But yeah, I think I, I got to go. Always working. Got a lot. In it. fairness, last night, my wife was like, hey, let's go to Hogan's karaoke tonight. And I was like, I don't know. Because the problem is it's an hour each way. So I and I have to drive and get so when I get drunk. I have to get drunk and drive because obviously not getting drunk is not an option or which I would never do law enforcement. Father, everybody listening. Uh, or I have to spend like $60 each way on a on an Uber. So or like, or you move stay at Hogan's place. Yes. Or, or move or move out of the house. I just said like, sorry, sorry about the year lease. Can we get out? We didn't realize how far we were from Hogan's. I, I'm sure you this happens all the should time. Should be on that should be on Zillow. Like along with square footage and 15 uh, minutes property to Hogan's tech. hangout. Feed from Hogan. No, I, I started competitor. We did Zillow. go to Hogan's. It just wasn't during it was before we knew about the karaoke. We just popped in and uh it's awesome. There's just there's just Hulk Hogan matches, different matches on different screens all around the bar, which is exactly what I would do if I ran a ran a continuous time. loop. I would be airing old podcasts all around the bar, but you know, same oh, totally. So let me ask you guys, as a bunch of frat bros, what's it like to be the bro bro type and then still end up as the nerdy autistic king of the dorks libertarian crowd? What's it like to be? The you guys were you guys were supposed to be libertarian podcaster. You can't even get to the front of the line on this. I, podcast. I am the number one emo libertarian podcaster on Wednesdays at two p.m. <laughs> Central Time. Thank you very much. You should bring on JV sometime. <laughs> I mean that. Uh, I mean, just for diversity reasons. No, no, not for any content purposes. <laughs> not not for lack of trying. Just for your had, own had, sort of some things. ESG planned, score kind of fell through. Yeah, we I did have ESG a ESG scores are going to be a thing. Yeah, it's because so how did we all become autistic after being in a fraternity, Dan? That's your question. Yeah, how, how did you guys end up being the nerds still after being frat bros? You like evolved backwards. Yeah, it's Ron Paul's fault. We were we were always uh, 
intellectually stimulated individuals. We just also are fun and outgoing and like to drink. We are the fucking, we, we are the, uh, the future, Dan. We are the future. Oh, or the wow. past. Quite a, yeah. quite a Or the past. Maybe they, Libertarian was like, you guys that could talk about Libertarian philosophy and also drink and have fun and be cool. We don't like it. <laughs> we're not in, we're not into it. Sound like a bunch How of people do our conventions you won't so, fit in. So when I ask you why you went from being like jock bros to nerds, your answer is because we're so fucking awesome. That's a very no, no, my, no, my answer, I, no, my answer, my answer was that we were, that we were never, never jock, jock bros. bros. Yeah, we were we never, never we never jock bros. That's why the transition yeah. was yeah. so we were, smooth. We were in a non jock bro frat. Yeah. yeah, go watch Brian try to play softball. You'll never call him a jock bro. We do it. We kicked jock bros. I'm very athletic. That's not a joke. I mean, I yeah. didn't, but we other did people fight. did. We did fight some people. We fight a lot. We yeah, there was fought. a lot of fighting. We're, we're not bragging about fighting. We're not bragging about fighting. I'm no, we can't about it. I'm telling you the truth. None yeah. of us were. None of us were uh, our jock bro uh, doofus types. If you haven't, if you haven't noticed, the yeah. fraternity we were in was very. Here's the thing. It was engineers. There's a lot of smart people, but very funny people. That's what got us in. You know, funny, smart that- people, man. Our thing is that we didn't try to start fights, but people came to our house to start fights, and they That's always true. did it after we had been drinking whiskey for five hours. <laughs> so we ended fights. You were, you were ready to fight if it came down. But you were still. We were practicing libertarian self-defense principles from the right. beginning. We yeah, never went to start ready fights for anything after half a handle beam. People that came to our house ended up regarding it very often. That is right. a fact. But did anyway, did you go all like violence. did you go all like Ukraine NATO like just pushing up to the border like were you the guy who was like standing there, was, there like there was, I'm not going to fight you probably sometimes that we had to encroach on some territory but generally speaking yeah. remained on our own property I'd say we were never never the aggressor never the aggressor <laughs> always, but always defensive the, right. always the finisher always the executioners now there is one particular time that I I I don't even think I should talk about publicly that that yeah I'm not going to. No, that's a good setup. When the guy stole the mailbox, maybe payoff. for a bonus show. Maybe <laughs> yeah, that's for probably a bonus for the best then. Maybe so on the next episode the of the Mark and Dan show every Tuesday, every Wednesday at two PM Central. Got the theme. Yeah, song somebody really somebody stole the mailbox, and I won't tell the whole story. That's but, the real yeah. controversy. Dan hired me away this whole time, and <laughs> then right. that's what makes the fake controversy so much. I just paid him three dollars more. That's all it took. Which was yeah, somebody. Yeah, which, which was three dollars. Which is three dollars. Yes. <laughs> so I, I won't use names on my part. So somebody stole the mailbox and someone oh, yeah, that, was outside. This is the story and, I was talking and, about. And they said, "I that's not a good idea. Just just drop the mailbox and and just run. Just start running." Because I knew what was going to happen. You said that. And the guy <laughs> did not drop the mailbox and he started running with the mailbox he did run. and yeah, uh, he, did run. he got half the the instructions. Yeah. And this was after a series of mailbox thefts. Like we this is a bit, had been an issue. So we were ready for the mailbox thief. Who apparently struck during? I think it was during a party, right? So he was stealing your mail- mailbox, or well, he was yeah. with well, you. Well, looking back, was this guy an anti-statist? I mean, what is more right. statist <laughs> the than the U.S. mail system? He was a young Kaczynski. He was Pedro Kaczynski. <laughs> Look, so you don't I, understand what I'm trying to do here. I will tell like you, Kramer trying to as, end the mail. Just, yeah, he just didn't have as technology. risk management chair for the house. Uh, for <laughs> wow, that is absurd. I know, but that's what it was. And I was I was the guy that would get up out of bed. It's the worst position ever. I just wanted to get up out of bed whenever there was a noise to see what was going on and try to defuse fights. And I slept like shit. It gave me like PSTD, PTSD. Because you like you wake up any noise, you wake up because you think someone's fucking with the house and you have to deal with it before it starts a fight. So I go down, try to calm it down, and I can just tell you for a fact, people were such fucking assholes all the time. And you try to defuse shit, 
and they would just be bigger assholes. And you're like, okay, well, I guess yeah. we're fighting. I, That's I, what, I, what did you think would happen? Now, I couldn't hear any of that story because all I could think down. about was PTSD, and I'm pretty sure that is where you get a sexually transmitted trauma. PTSD! Um, <laughs> anyway, dot org. So, anyway, let's talk about Brian Stetler. This episode is also sponsored by PSTS. What is it? <laughs> P- I don't know. I can't. I think I said it wrong PTSD. the first time. Org. Did I say it right the first time or wrong? Dramatic sexual. I think that's what uh, Beto O'Rourke has. PTSD. Right what did I say? I said PSTD. I think I said PSTD the first time. P- and I also said right sponsored the by the Moon. We don't know why it doesn't spend something about title stuff. Also Moving sponsored on. by Monkeypox. Monkeypox. Why is our army so rife with it? Question mark. And Navy. Are they really right with it, or is it? What is, is that, that fucking is that sound? By the way, it's Rico's next sitcom. I guess Seinfeld's back. I guess my crickets. <laughs> the crickets. You seem like the type of guy who has just like a horde of crickets in the corner that you admire. He has pet crickets. I do. I don't he eats know. crickets. No one's ever said that to me before. All right, Dan. Favorite. Not. I don't know I how to respond to that. Dan, favorite lines, Liberty episode of all time. Favorite. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm just kidding. Top twenty in uh, uh, reverse geez. order. Okay. Uh, Either first one. one. Answer whichever question you want. Uh, the the your one from last Monday was the best I've heard personally. Um, there was that one where you had that guy on talk about the moon landing. That one was great. By the way, uh, shut where up. is I'm my fucking moon documentary? documentary. Fuck you. Where um, is my? Didn't I sign away my, all my future earnings to that moon documentary that doesn't exist? Who yeah. who threatened you, Dan? What happened? Um, big uh moon got to me and uh, shut it down real fast. <laughs> No, like I'm still JB show up your door saying something about title something or other. Yeah, JB uh, got me drunk at podcast and talked me out of it because he knew how it would make you look, Mark. It's for the best. Yeah, Mark. uh, I would say that uh, one of my favorite lines of Liberty episodes was the one I listened to last night, which was your one that you put out yesterday because I really (laughs) thoroughly enjoyed it. Not not to get gay uh, right straight off the bat, but I will. Um, uh, I was laying in bed, falling asleep, listening to you talk about your hopes and dreams of the future, and I was like, I mean that that's not going to work, but I respect it. And uh, that's (laughs) theoretically inspiring. (laughs) No, uh, it's like Ancapistan in your head. You know, it's like in theory this sounds fantastic, but in reality, (laughs) this is going to be completely flame out. No, honestly, though, um, like there have been times with my show where I'm like, man, I should have put Liberty in my fucking title. Like that would have got me so many more people right out the gate. But also, I understand, like, you get to a point where you want to talk about other things and you've got that in your title. Uh, Like, I mean, no problem, no disrespect to anybody who. Who's hanging around this shit show? But, um, like, nobody here has the word liberty in the title. There's one freedom, and that's it. Right. But I understand, like, uh, you know, working away from that, just not even because you're against the libertarian thing or anything, but just like, you don't have to talk about it all the time, especially if you're like trying to build culture and when you feel like you're tied to that. I don't know. I, I just think it's really cool that you're like, just trying to be as open and honest about the whole thing as possible and just be uh, authentic about it because that's I mean it, it was tempting to stick show. to the it was tempting to stick to the fake controversies. Yeah, longer. yeah, yeah. It it was really hard for me. Like when you're going into comments and uh telling people it's a joke, I wasn't uh, I, I thought that that was kind of a dick move because I spent all this time <laughs> playing up this joke and you just walk in, you're like, It's a joke. Fuck you. It's, they but, didn't yeah. believe me though, so it didn't matter. Disrespectful from Mark. I was with you all the way, Dan. We we took it to the limit. I, I don't think anybody believed Mark when he said it was a joke anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> it seems like they didn't. So and they may they may still not. The truth may never the real truth may never really actually come out. 
it's but fine. it's somewhat believable, especially when you guys were saying, you know, he got into some trouble in Mexico, something with the cartels. Like <laughs> that is believable. That is yeah, extremely... it happens like ninety percent of people in Mexico. I've been this close Absolutely. to that being the real story. Right. So, yeah, well, the funny thing is, like, people believed it the whole way through, and then they watched this ridiculous, uh, obviously, Brian talking about Hunter Biden video smashed up together that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> and their comment is, I don't under understand what's happening here. This doesn't make any sense. I'm like, well, maybe that should be your first clue. Um, <laughs> exactly. That was the best. Rico, have you seen any of this that we're talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. Of course now. he hasn't. <laughs> He's Rico. And, and then, uh, even at the end of the show, I'm, like, insulting Odie and Brian and like making fun of their stuff like passive aggressively and people are like oh why is he being a dick to these like yes that should be a pretty good clue it, it, I'm serious not over the show me up, man. This, by like, the way you, know, if you, you come guys... into the show you just start talking talking about these guys on their own show so Who disrespectful it's because people like care. Look, I, do, I I'm gonna go the other way. Thank if, you for those of you who are concerned. Brian's our... used to go in the other way. So go ahead. Thank you for being concerned and, uh, you know, you guys are true fans. Thank you for liking the show and watching the show and loving the Those show. Those are the words Thank of a guy that is saying, basically, please don't quit our Patreon just because Mark's leaving. Please, for the love of God, don't quit our Patreon. I just got fucked I in think the they're gonna ass more money, in this fantasy draft, and I am fucking pissed off. Oh, my God. Do I have to listen to someone else talk about a fantasy football Yeah, draft? that's what There's everyone loves, nothing right? in my life. I you hate do a whole podcast anything bigger than a real draft. How long is that guy who got shotgun to me out? God damn it! We don't need, we don't need the director's cut of Brian's, of Brian's draft. How many NFL players will get Watson. shot this Maybe year? Brian, the next time he talks about his NFL draft. Over under, how many players will get shot this year? Over under three, two. I'll take the under. <laughs> I'll also take the under. Although, like <laughs> four seems like a lot. How it was it? funny. It was funny though. Like I said, our, we have a Lions of Liberty. Number one, if you guys are watching this, by the way, uh, we have a Lions of Liberty pool you can get into, and you can join it if you're not on the Patreon, where you can bet against us. You pick seven games a week, college and pros versus the spread or over under, and if you beat us, you get a T-shirt. We're good though, and we have a fantasy league. So just are FYI. we good? Are we? I don't know about that. Last year, how many T-shirts have you given away? Only like two. I mean, it's hard oh, to beat us. Pretty good. In truth, it's hard. Who to beat won us. last year? I don't even remember. I guess I could look. <sighs> this is still really know. uninteresting. And I'm, I, Mark, if I, what's if, your favorite if episode I didn't of the Liberty it, Podcast? I'm um, gonna have to grab control here. Then last week's. <laughs> Mark, do <Yeah>. something because <laughs> you didn't have to do anything. Yeah, it was great. I'm not kidding. It was amazing. I was like, wait, this thing is just here. It's getting these comments. People are concerned. I mean, about really, me. it, it is... couldn't have worked out better that you needed something. You you needed somebody to fill that space at that moment where we just happened to be trolling you. Uh, it was good timing. I, I thought about Mark, Mark had COVID. Right. No, I didn't have that. I had something else. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, I, who cares anymore? Who I cares? Oh, you tec technically can't say it. For work no, I can say it. Oh, I mean, I, I, I don't know about the YouTube, the YouTube strikes and all that stuff, but. Seriously, what is that now? Beep, beep, either, beep. either I'm incredibly healthy, which is probably true, or monoclonal or monoclonal antibodies work really well, or COVID is the gayest thing ever because it was it was done. <laughs> Combination yeah, of all. I shouldn't three. say this, but <laughs> I took mongoloidal antibodies. Mongoloidal I'm feeling a little antibodies? off. Is that your new? <laughs> I'm feeling a little. I feel. And I feel like I'm over COVID, hungry. but I'm having. I'm feeling a little strange. Can't I? Can't get on the bus. 
And I really want to gamble. (laughs) What is your total amount of times you've had COVID now? Minor marks. Brian's had it fake four times. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. When I had had it, uh, when I had pink eye in both eyes magically overnight, I definitely had COVID. Yeah, that was disgusting. (laughs) Or you just got pink eye because your daughter's in No, I wash my hands constantly. That's your problem. No, it's it's for like like cooking days. I constantly wash my hands. I don't rub shit in my eyes. And uh, I got pink eye in both eyes. Again, no, I don't wear contacts. You don't get pink eye in both eyes over one night so bad that both your eyes are just puffed out to the point where like you can feel your eyelids rubbing against them. It was disgusting. That was COVID number one. And then after that, I don't know. I kept testing negative, negative, negative. I finally tested positive. I've only tested positive once. And it was after Reno with all the libertarians. But and you had again, all these lumps on your anus. What's the point? Well, those the 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 pox of my anus are actually not from uh, getting fucked by men. That's from a witch's curse. Huh. It, it is w- interesting. I tried that excuse on my people life, tend to get COVID after libertarian events. They do right after y'all, right after Reno. And, and what, Reno super, and super spreader Samroff wasn't even at Reno. There might be something to this. I hung out with Samroff. I, I hung out with uh, Pete uh, last year at Porkfest. Are you, are you part of his, one of his many, many poly relationships or no? Oh, uh, God. Can we talk about? The, can, I think I, it's your last show. We should talk about Samroff's poly relationship. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm cool. What with did that. he think was going to happen? <laughs> he knew what was going to happen. He's fine. What? With it. I think very I, much out of the loop. Anthony's this, many things, but he's not dumb. This. He's not dumb. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. He posted that saying he's got a hot girlfriend that's getting cocked all the time, trolling or fishing for uh, libertarian chicks to be like, well, if she's fucking another side, dude, I'll fuck you, Anthony. Everybody knows who it is. It's a, that's it's a quite the long thought. game. Oh, that's the, that's the short game, man. He's got a little dick, and that's the short game. No, I don't know how long his dick is. He's Scottish. Is well, big dick. Honestly, gigantic. <laughs> huge. Uh-huh. He's he's little, but with a huge slong. The lock they call it the Loch Ness monster. Anthony <laughs> is very interesting in person, ladies. He's, let he's me tell you this much: exactly what you think and. And also exactly what you think. I'm a little person, but I have a very big shong. Sometimes at home, they call it the log of lechlings, which How could is I be where expected I'm from. to share it with only one woman? I am polyamorous, which means that I can have sex with many women not at once. And it's that- so big, I can have sex with multiple women at once. That's going all the way through. That's hentai reference, Dan. Gross. <laughs> JB, most important thing you've learned from Lions from your experience with Lions of Liberty. Bring hard left turn back into It's called figure. podcast hosting, oh, man. Look right. into it. It's where you steer Speaking the subject. Speaking of Anthony Samaras, big uh, dick. Uh, JB, how do you feel about the Lions of Liberty? I like how Mark's Speaking like, I want this to be a celebration. I want this to be a celebration of my, of my time at Lions of Liberty. What a celebration it's been. talking about fantasy drafts, Anthony Samaras' dick. But that, I mean, th- this is appropriate. It's all appropriate. Anyway, speaking of big dicks, JB, what did I just ask? Hey, the Philadelphia. He is. It, by the way, JB's dick is commonly referred to dick. as. I was calling him a dick. Jeez. Oh, I thought you were talking about his dick because I thought his dick was referred to as. Did you let the, the black uh, man talk? The clacker in the Liberty Bell. Yeah, we that's what they call our, JB's dick. Guys, our the, the blacker clacker in the Liberty Bell. Don't let him talk. Making it ring. <laughs> I. 
<laughs> Sir, I know you've been impressed. Very your, much out of practice before you were born. If, but... you, if you notice, I haven't done this in a while, and I'm very much out of practice. You need to practice <laughs> for this bullshit. Are you fucking All right, kidding? My, Mark feels the same way. All right, well, JB, we're gonna get you back in the, in the rotation. We're gonna start doing conspiracy podcasts. I don't care if it's on Lions Liberty. I don't care if it's somewhere else. We're weaning with the conspiracy. Maybe you give me a crossover. It can air on multiple podcasts. We're oh, we already thought of the new name for it. You have two out of conspiracy practice. corner is yours. Our new one's called uh, Secrets, Lies, and Conspiracies. Well, I like that better. After I'm take that actually <laughs> um, updating myself into what you guys were talking about earlier, I don't I even think name. Conspiracy Corner can continue, considering the circumstances. Yeah, not that I, can. We can I do whatever we want. All right, yeah, JB, I'm like willing to. I will be as murdered anyone. JB is here. Like, we can still do shit. <laughs> we can still get like drunk and talk about conspiracies anytime. JB, I'm willing to rename the show. Missing something. I'm willing to rename the show. Uh, you're a fucking idiot with JB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but it's sure just, it's a just lot of JB and he who cannot be named. <laughs> who cannot be named? I wasn't here for that part. Well, we can't um, name who it is. That defeats the purpose. I don't know what to tell you here. Um, yeah, if you're out, you're out on that one. Yeah. Yes, it is. That's fine. Okay. So, uh, Andor. Excited, Dan? <laughs> Want to do a show with me about it? On the yeah. Mark and Dan show? Let's do it. Andor? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mostly a Star Wars story about the rise of the Trump, like the, the Trump Star Republic. Wars planet? <laughs> like, was, nope. that's what that? I, I learned this from be referring to that. Prove I still listen to Brian McWilliams' <laughs> podcast, every single one of them. I learned Thank that, that this you. was a, a Trump, re- uh, that Disney was like branding it as a like, repudiation, a repudiation of the Trump regime or something. I'm like, I hadn't even heard that. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking ridiculous. ridiculous. Thing. They're like, in the time of encroaching white supremacy, aka it wasn't that, oh, it wasn't quite that, but it was pretty close. White people have fled or have taken over the galaxy. See this emperor? He's very supremely white. He kind of is, though. He's he pretty is. pale. He's very, very white. Odie, best Star Wars movie. Go. Um, Return of the Jedi. Thank you. That's actually the correct answer. You know, Everyone they're all terrible. It's one of two correct answers. Ooh. Okay, Rico with an opinion here. Let's hear your. I mean, case. I thought the first three were good the first time I watched them, and then when you say uh, the first three. You mean the first three that in real were life, released? Not Obviously life. not episodes one, two, and three. Because those you know, are hilarious. Those, those have aged like a fine wine. Oh, the Jar Jar Bangs, Darth Maul ones. Well, by that I mean now I take acid when I watch them. Oh, well, the well. first one is pretty bad, but the like the two and three aren't as bad as the first one, and I think the first one really clouds people's three. I kind of like. Oh, I mean, me it's relatively yeah. Three wasn't a bad wait, 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 movie. Wait, wait. The best of those. two is worse than the first one. I don't. Two think is so. just trash. True. Two is it, just like we have love to watch story, that annoying kid worse. race around for like an hour in the first one. That I'll take a- pod racing over love story. Uh, sand is too coarse, and so I'm angry at the Jedi. Uh, See, but I, en- I enjoy the bad, like the bad lines from uh, what's her name and what's his face in that movie. So that's like, I get the second enjoyment. Yeah, Natalie and, Portman, uh, and so you uh, like it because it's worse. Guy never acted again. Yes. It's worse. So oh, it's worse. Hated <laughs> Christensen. Damn it! <laughs> Every time he gets me. Random guy. <laughs> He did right, so act I, again. He's in the new, uh, what should we call it? Obi-Wan. Oh, Obi-Wan the Obi-Wan series. Oh. He's kind of in it. Does that count? I mean, yes, that counts. That's Disney's acting. just like same guy, trying to spend money acting. on things. <laughs> Obi-Wan was a potentially <laughs> awesome movie that got turned into a really shitty fake woke TV series. It wasn't even real woke. It was like wanted to be woke. They're like, here's a black chick. We're not even going to do woke shit with her. We're just going to tell you a black chick. Here's the thing. It, oh, you mean the bad guy? Yeah. What's her face? The bad Inquisitor? girl. 
or right. woman, bad yeah. Wilmixon. Did you watch? The Wait, show Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul was always black with red stuff on his face. Black lady wearing Darth Vader costume without the helmet on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Very dope. I haven't watched any of this shit. What the fuck? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I have a question relating to the uh, the podcast that I'm on. Um, if you don't mind me segueing, you're the host you. of the flagship show, so by all that means, ask away. That's correct. Uh, I, I maybe I missed this. Maybe you already talked about it. Maybe you're not ready to talk about it yeah, in public. You but uh, you can ask me directly. Now. Awesome. Uh, Wrong way there, Brady bunch. There so I know. The people who know that there was this fake controversy might not realize that I, this whole time, I still have no idea what's going on. Like, I know just as much as them, and I'm just making shit up as I go to piss them off. Um, so I don't know what you're oh, doing. Oh, that's right, because right, I hadn't even, I haven't even, <laughs> nobody well, told no me anything. Brian said, Brian hit me up and was like, hey, Mark is amicably leaving the show. Would you like to troll us? And that's all it took for me to do everything that I did. <laughs> so I'm curious uh, what. I just took part in and what's going on or however much you're willing to share at this point. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess I could, I, I am going to start a new podcast. It's not going to be next week because I need more than a week off, but it'll be in the next few weeks. It's going to be Thursday. And I don't know how much do I want to, how much do I want to tease? I got, I got shit for not really teasing it last week when I said I would sort of tease it. It was more like a teaser of a teaser. Yep. Hmm. High level teaser. Maybe it's so a live a podcast while you host karaoke. All right, here, here's I'll, I'll do my best to um, try to sort of tease. Okay, so it's like imagine you guys are you guys familiar with Bill Cooper? Anybody familiar with Bill Cooper at all? No. What about Art? Hang Bell? with Mr. Cooper. Art Bell. Art yes. Bell? Our Bell ring a bell. Yeah. Is he a football right. coach? He was a uh, what's it called? Dan has to sure. at least heard of Art Bell. He was like a radio host, like a. I wouldn't quite coast say conspiracy. Coast. coast to coast AM with yeah. Art Bell. Now it's George Norrie. Art Bell was like in the eighties. I grew up kind of listening to that kind of stuff. And I grew up watching like unsolved mysteries. So picture part of that, but also picture uh, like a pre like a 2015 era, Jordan Peterson type um, exploring that sort of realm of things. Combined so you're going to be a psychologist. Combined with a decade of, of libertarian sort of economic uh, like understanding and, and things of this nature. So smash those into a thing and that's kind of where i'm going to be going with this but sounds I, great <laughs> so bill cooper i just googled him apparently he was murdered and he predicted 9-11 was going to happen yeah all that happened he died he was uh, killed by the cops that's why george norris that, took over that's mark's goal no no that's art bell you're mixing bill cooper and art bell are very different people bill cooper was like an, a pre-alex jones alex jones who was very against alex i thought jones, that was actually. bill hicks well, Bill Hicks became Alex Jones. As, as we all he know. was a very much a pre-Alex Jones, Alex Jones. He was also a post-Alex Jones, Alex Jones. That was one of your first episodes, or at least for one of the first ones I remember. There. Yeah. And yeah, then I asked, a, I had a Alex Jones's ex-wife on, and I asked her about it in the bonus show. And does she think he's Bill Hicks? What did she, she say? She seemed a little... Uh, Unsure if he was uh, Bill Hicks. Uh, uh, frankly, she she had never heard of the thing. Is your ex husband Bill Hicks or no? You know what? I got to think about that one. She had never heard. You did go out a lot at night, which I find a little suspect on its own that she had never heard this theory when you are how married you, to the guy. How could you not hear a theory about your ex husband being uh, a famous right. dead comedian? Um, and I was like, "Do you happen to have any like old yearbook photos or anything?" She didn't, and uh, I'm like, "All right, well, we'll move on." But just she had no you young photos of, of young Alex. No, really. I mean, there is like a, there is a time period where they look insanely similar. 
Oh, absolutely. They're moles. <laughs> they're dental like alignment. Yeah, it's like crazy. They're crooked teeth. Uh, I'm not like as much and as a lot I of enjoy people let this one go because because uh, a good old because Joe Rogan always debunks it, and we know Joe Rogan can't be an asset of any kind because because uh-huh. he gets Mark Zuckerberg on. So Keep obviously, Joe he can't be, he, yeah, he gets Mark Zuckerberg on and grills him really hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. Talk about this. So, one oh, is this a new conspiracy? Joe Rogan is a, a plant too. Uh, that was I, I was saying that back when I, I think was Joe Rogan serves. Uh, here's my thoughts on Joe Rogan. I think Joe Rogan serves a purpose. I enjoy a lot of his podcasts. I think he might serve that purpose often without realizing he's serving it. Yeah, that's my that's my opinion on Joe Rogan. I don't that's think a very he's like, generous means. interpretation too. So is that's it possible, one end of the spectrum? Yeah, the other end is the other. Yeah, is it possible to um, be successful and not be controlled opposition? Dude, come on, look at that shit. <laughs> okay, so they had the same director the, the fucking, or the same the, producer the guy. They are both from the same location. Bill Hicks was talking about Waco and shit. He had this uh, director. I think his name's Kevin Dude. Booth. Um, as like yeah. right after oh, before. Uh, Bill Hicks died. He I'm said, so glad this is what we're doing on my last said, episode. Said, <laughs> me, you can't understand how happy this makes me. Bill Hicks, before he died, he said, if I wanted to be successful at doing this, if I wanted to make money, I would just be a Rush Limbaugh type and go and do yeah, that. His quotes ready. And then he dies. And then shortly after, uh, Kevin Booth starts working with this other guy from Texas who cares a lot about Waco, who's a Rush Limbaugh type and gets into conspiracy stuff like Bill Hicks is and looks like that. Come on. Like, you can say it's a ridiculous thing because it is a ridiculous theory, but just look come on come on there are other pictures that are even more compelling it's it is a ridiculous theory (laughs) it looked quite a lot alike Ooh, that one is is but it's just like look up like the dental to fake his death to become alex jones yeah but he did did that whenever he wanted he had a platform already i'm not saying he had to i'm saying he did. Just wanted to. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do everything. Yeah. You do, well, obviously. you know, considering Bill Hicks' comedy, Ooh, which I teeth. have seen, wow. I could see him uh-huh. doing it for fun. Ooh, the teeth, you know? man. The, teeth the noses are... look very different, though, don't they? Uh, yeah, they that's what I saw on the other involved, side. To right? side, I was He's making I was a face. Like the noses look the most different. There was yeah. in case anybody is listening to this, looking at pictures of Alex Jones and Bill Hicks side this by is, side. But honestly, it would only take. I feel like minor plastic surgery. Like you remember the first like the portrait pictures you had above? I was like their noses look different, but not different enough that you but know that gap in the a little bit of like, knife work. That's the couldn't exact do that. same gap, dude. That is the yeah. exact same gap. I'm not saying you. Well, like even the bottom teeth, teeth, like his uh, canine bottom teeth, like jut out like uh, Bill Hicks's do too. Like look at that one down uh, at the bottom there that has like a close up of their mouths. You can see the bottom teeth are almost identical. Aren't there like? Didn't haven't I seen like high school photos of yeah. Alex Jones? That's the one mm-hmm. thing that I've seen that like I'm sure you've seen high school bunch. photos of a lot of people, Mark. I mean, we know what gets you off. Oh, this is ridiculous. Wait, is, oh, that's so that small. All right. I'm gonna grab a drink. I'll let I'm you glad Dan I'll had you guys, all this. I'll let you guys ready to, in. I like how you had this folder just ready to fucking <laughs> we, go. I mean, we that's did not a me. whole conspiracy. That's me. That was me sharing. That's just Google. Yeah, we did I just Googled it, pulled it up. Meanwhile, the live watches have hit a new low. Nobody oh. cares about this, clearly. Well, we're not. well to see a new low, go. just tune in tomorrow for our show. That'll be a new low. <laughs> the hey, Boring guys, Podcast with special je- guest guys, John Chefsky. Well, by know, the time this airs, it'll be... Do you guys passing. know that 90 Day Fiance chick that hosts this like paranormal show? Do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. 
No. Really? Wow. Right, Stumped on 90 Day Fiance. I'm going to tell you who it is in one second. I'm just gonna... Well, there are like 5,000 alumni of the show. So no, but I think this one's like fairly famous. Half well are from Ohio. I want to interview her. That's well, why I'm asking. It is the, um, the, uh, the breadbasket of 90 Day Fiance, as they say. Look at she. Um, I'll figure it out. Anyway. Anyway, um, JB, what's the most important thing you ever learned from Lions of Liberty? From, from, no, in a, or you can give a, a fake answer, a funny answer, or a serious answer. Um, reflect in some way on your 12 to 13 years of participating in all these email conversations and everything was with us from the beginning and maybe uh, say anything else you want. Well, it, if you want a real answer, the real answer is... Yeah, that either one you want. It's hard to say. It's probably without actually preparing, it'd be difficult to say because I've like seriously learned so much. And it's hard to like try to pull something out of a like out of that pile and say this this is the most important thing with that very, this is exactly what answers. someone in a class who didn't read the assignment would say it's like from the well if so they're much. clever maybe what can you say about, read, about red foot one fish two letter, fish red fish blue fish i mean there's one fish there's two fish there there's red and blue. What? How do you choose? Hey, just, just finish. The, he was going to do it. Let the man it. give his Kamala Harris word salad answer that keeps him from actually. I know I was made for politics. I would say that. I just not unscrupulous enough. It's the it's my curse. If I was just more immoral, I would do a very good Ooh, job. Ooh, more immoral. That's a good name for a character. Hi, <laughs> I'm Doctor Science. More immoral, aka more immoral. Doctor Scientist what? Doctor Scientist is a professional who melts volcanoes. Maury Moral. I like this. I like this new character you're pitching, JB. I, I like I like the idea that uh, Maury Moral is the actual like common name that he uses out in the wild. But uh, then at night he puts on the suit, puts on the, puts the tie, on the puts on the cape, and, and the then he monocle. goes out as Doctor Science he, and fights crime. He turn into he like an supers. old Jewish guy ordering bagels as his superhero. Bagels today! Oh, I'm so the important bit is that I always change my tie after every time I reload the volcano. <laughs> exactly. I put a tie on. Nice. You forgot. That's a very important bit. Every but time the, I change, I change my tie. Every but the lab is like an OCD. I forgot about that. It's the same. It's the only thing that's different. Is the tie. Yeah. So you're, you're like an OCD superhero. <laughs> JB, we're committed. The Lions of Liberty, Sans Marclair, committed to going to Porkfest and filming Dr. Science. Not Sans Marclair. I am also committed to this. My All right. Own. Well, I'll go on my own on my own dime. All right. Bring some ties. Or your dimes if you want. I mean, I'm cool with that too. <laughs> nope. <laughs> bring some ties. All right. I'll bring I'll go ties. on your dime because somebody's got to film the shit. Nope. <laughs> bring some <All> ties. <laughs> <laughs> But someone's dime is going on someone. All right, JB, go though. What 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 lessons lessons say, learned? Probably probably the most. I'm, I might not necessarily be the most important, but probably the most life changing is to not kind of be afraid of guns. I think that that developed over many different conversations that we For had sure. together. Because I remember uh, some early episodes where you, yeah, where yeah, you you might have like still agreed philosophically but we're still kind of expressing sort of that because you grew up in a different in a, a very different situation than all of us i think honestly yeah and, in I, the hood. and I explained that and that was, I a, that was my way of saying the hood in, 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 i thought in france sentences <laughs> in a very different what word do i let you be let you be talk let you be talk. brooklyn in the late 80s is not the hipster paradise that it is in the 21st century i'll <laughs> I'll, no I'll remind everybody of that Late 80s, Flatbush, Brooklyn was uh, a pretty interesting place. Um, and um, 
my opinions and thoughts and viewpoints on things reflected that as and we had a lot of different discussions about that but i came to you know understand a different perspective and understand where my um thoughts and feelings about owning firearms came from and basically whether or not just the, the mere possession of them is like my my i guess my negative reaction to them is solely based on the mere possession of them and versus the actual use of them you know so just pulling something out of my ass i would say i wouldn't necessarily say most important but that's the first thing I thought about as far as impactful and changing my viewpoint on something that was pretty ingrained. And now you own say. multiple machine guns. Yeah, now I own like 16 <laughs> machine guns. Based. Just in case. It's probably probably to... guns is probably like one of the, the rarest things for someone to change their, their viewpoint on. I think yeah. I, I would just guess. There's nothing behind that. I'm just my guessing. wife has quite a bit. I mean, she still doesn't yeah. like love them, but she now is like, because I, I kind of brought in that perspective of like, yeah, because like because playing into now the that she's culture, married to a Hunter Biden type, she re- understands the the purpose and the use of well, having corruption of the government means. is very easy to understand for Mexicans. So when you frame it in of so why should those people be the only ones that have them? Then it's a, it was a very instant easy click. She's not like I love guns now, but she like gets understands it. You know, whereas it really only oh, took that I, one I mean, line. I don't love guns. I, I own two guns. <clears throat> I don't necessarily love guns or the necessity for guns, but that's the point, right? That's what we're trying to convey is that they're not well, guns yeah. are not evil and that it's it's protect yourself against a greater evil. But you have to concede. And, and it took me. This is what's part of the growing process. There's a lot of people, particularly Americans, that fucking love guns. To me now, a gun mm-hmm. is no different than a hammer. You cannot right. say that for a lot of people out there. Right. You know, a gun is a tool. It's a dangerous yeah, tool. Yeah. But so is a fucking chainsaw. So right. is a circular saw. That's a right. dangerous tool. You know, you and need some to people love and know how to use too. it properly or you're going to fucking take your hand off, mm-hmm. you know. So but there's a lot of people out there and some libertarians, not a lot, but that love guns, love them irrationally, I would say. <laughs> I will say it is more fun to shoot a gun than to swing a hammer. People have different likes, you know. <laughs> have you swung a hammer at a bullet, though, Odie? That's the question. No, not yet. No, I know. More fun than both those things that. is axe throwing. Wait, hold on. Rico, you throwing sucks. Yes. Well, if you suck at it, probably. The kid what in my happened? Flat, uh, it blew up and he, I think he lost his eye. Wait, what, what? happened? When I was like in This show was never meant to be this serious. There was a, a some, for some reason, there was a bullet in a tree or something. Kid. Bullet? Yeah. Uh, or no. They grow it? on trees? Yeah. And, and it like exploded. He hit it with a hammer. Yeah. Oh, we and actually, it exploded, oh, I and he, I think he lost his eye or something. Oh, yeah, it's not a good idea. Well, it's like a buddy of mine... Uh, I'm sorry for your friend, but duh. Well, it, was, it wasn't really. It was like a classmate's uh, old Okay, well, then definitely yeah, duh. Really to Dan's point, oh, yeah, yeah stupidity. Nobody's... Don't hit fucking hammers. <laughs> yeah. Don't hit bullets with hammers, morons. Yeah. Parents, you tell your kids not happen? to hit hammers, or not hit bullets with hammers. No, you shoot hammers and you throw. Wait, you shoot bullets, you throw hammers, something like that. I mean, I anyway, I want to pick you guys on this might... hammer gun I have. It shoots anyway, hammers. How are we going to record Brian's meaning daydream amidst all this? So yeah, so what? so we don't run out of time here before we do. I guess I'll ask Mark since this is your show, your last show. Um, what have you learned the most about yourself oh, wow. during Whoa. these six hundred episodes? I didn't know I was going to get a 
deep cut like this. And I have another deep question after this one. Mark wow. set up his For own like, you guys are intervention gonna, here. You guys going to swoop in an hour and 20 minutes in and just bombard me with fucking deep cuts galore here? Yeah. Holy shit. What have I learned the most about myself? That's a fucking interesting thing. Well, I I guess the the fact that if you commit to, if I commit to something, I I can find a way to even when I'm feeling like absolute garbage or whatever, or even when I have to rely on someone else, like I, one time I think Odie like last minute pulled up an old episode for me. Like when you really commit to something, I can really do it. And nine years of that is, is that that's a lot. And uh, so I think just made it longer than most marriages on days or I call fucking Dan Smots and say, just that's how committed I am to just having something fucking up because I said, I'm going to have something up on Monday, even if it's not a real, even if it's a fucking fake show with this guy or whatever the fuck. Um, and there, well, there was a lot you. of days that I, there <laughs> whatever the days, fuck, <laughs> there's a lot of days I didn't feel like doing interviews. I had scheduled like re big time. Like, I mean, there was some years where I just like, I mean, years where like I just didn't want to do an interview, like not because of anything about the podcast. Like, that's why I did it, because I still want to do the podcast. But like, maybe I'm hungover. Maybe I'm just like tired. Or, like, maybe I'm just like oh, yeah. n- not in the best place. And I want nothing to do with it. But I just was like, I have to do this. But why? It's not really a commitment to anybody. I guess it's sort of a commitment that we made with you guys. But even that, I mean, I don't know. Like, you guys wouldn't have like murdered me if i miss an episode it was more just a, a feeling like that i i had told people in the world that i'm gonna have this show every monday so god damn it i'm gonna have something there every fucking monday even even if i had to do something i didn't even really feel sucks. like doing at the time so i don't know i think it's sort of um i think it's something that i think i mean it's not like i, I the re- there's a reason i was able to be like this like i learned that from my dad i learned that growing up like when you commit to something you fucking do it so um, my dad didn't didn't curse though he didn't say that but uh, like you know, that was something that was really instilled in me from the beginning so i guess to learn to learn that i could do that as that it wasn't just some silly thing that my dad taught me that it was actually a thing i could do in real life as a real grown up for some reason but that reason I, and i think the fact that i've had so many people not just reaching out to me in the last couple of weeks but you know especially like at yal rev uh just like meeting a bunch of like 20 something kids that have been listening to me for years that that was something that like where it finally started clicking me with like like okay yeah that's why i just did it every week even if i didn't feel like it because yeah there's people out there that that are affected by things we say so i mean i think that it's taught me like just do it because it the little things you do do actually add up over time. And I think the skills I developed, the the connections I made, it's all so fucking worth it. And even if on certain days it didn't feel like it. The real podcast was the friends you made along the way. It's the real, true. The real podcast right. started at 120 into Here's it. Here's the other tough question. <laughs> true. All right. What what are you most proud of and what are you most oh God, are you guys serious now? Ashamed <laughs> of? Or what do you think? job interview? What is this? What <laughs> do you regret the most? What's the thing that you're most proud of, and what do you regret the most? Happy intervention, Mark. Most proud of, and what do I have? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> most proud. Well, I mean, I can't give the same answer for most proud of. I guess I would have said like the consistency of, of turning out. That's not something to be proud of. That's a job requirement. It is, but I already use it as so. I'm not going to reuse it. Um, I don't know. It means I got to think about something else that I'm proud of here. His hair. Mm, most proud of. Most proud of. What are you most proud of? It's <laughs> not my fucking last show, bitch. <laughs> what are you most proud of Mark for? I'm not question. dying. Like, you guys know that, right? Like, 
What was the other question? Uh, what are um, you? Yeah, what was the other? Maybe I can go. Maybe I can do reverse order. What was the other? What's one your biggest regret? Oh, that was going to be mine too. That's, so. that's way harder. My biggest regrets are all things I definitely can't say on this podcast. <laughs> Why not? Not um, banging that hot horn. You know, I I regret less not banging the bang. To be honest, in the end of the day, I think. <laughs> Why did everything get so silent? Just now? <laughs> We didn't want to go all Anthony Samaroff on you. And like, <laughs> I regret not joining Anthony Samaroff's poly- polyamorous relationship when I had the chance. Damn it. Um, I'm trying to avoid the question. I'm also trying to think of it. I guess, okay, I'll, I'll give you a biggest regret. Trying to be the neutral guy from the beginning and not being more of myself from the beginning and not, not putting my own voice out there as much because I probably didn't feel comfortable doing that because I wasn't really... I wasn't comfortable with the microphone. I wasn't comfortable podcasting. I wasn't comfortable with any of this shit. I was just doing it because I felt some need to do it. But I definitely kept myself for many years. Like, I'm this guy who doesn't have opinions. I just, I help people express their opinions or I have debates, right? So I think, but I've, since I started saying more of what I'm thinking in the moment, even if later I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't say things that way. I don't regret anything I I say because I, the clumsiness is part of the growth and it's part of sort of just uh, me becoming more of me, I guess. And uh, so if anything, I regret delaying that, delaying just speaking what's on my mind, um, letting myself just spit out the thing, even if it's imperfect, and just putting it out there. Because for bad or worse, I get more of a response, more of a reaction, more good and bad response when I just say what's on my fucking mind in the moment. And I think for many years, I held that part in. So yeah, if I'm going to regret something, it would probably be holding that part of me back a lot longer than, uh, than of late, I guess you could say. What was the other question? <laughs> uh, what are you most proud of? Um, Nothing. That's the why opposite of the first thing. My ability to sort of do that and and remain neutral and remain a place that people for a long time could just go knowing that they're going to get a fair shake, that they could have two entirely different opinions. The fact that Andy Craig felt as comfortable with me as Dave Smith, I think that's pretty <laughs> fucking impressive because because they couldn't find a place to do to, to go on a platform <laughs> together where they would both actually think that they were going to get that a fair is, shake. That, that is a funny... <laughs> and as lame as fuck as Andy Craig is, I'm pretty sure I gave him no, a fair shake. No, I, I think that's a great example, dude. I, yeah. It is true, though. Like, I mean, it is, it is fucking Archie true. Archie Flowers. Right. Got 10 minutes show. of a real podcast out of this with real answers about real yeah. I, I well, will say Jamie's that uh, gun answer was good too. I, I will say, Mark, that uh, your ability to remain neutral, I respect both sides, uh, the, both things that you said there, because it inspired me in some ways to remain neutral and uh, a lot in the early days. And then I started listening to some degenerates like Dave Casey and Dave Smith and people, and I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe I don't care, and I maybe that's just maybe that's just the way. No, you're uh, going to use this show like, as a platform for a new controversy. no like i respect both i think there's value to both i think there's value to uh being the guy who will have an archie flower on to debate a dave smith just to show the obvious uh you know flaw in his in certain people's perspective in that i didn't uh, even know that's what i was necessarily going to show at the time i was like oh i I, because archie was like a mises caucus guy and seemed reasonable i was like I don't know what he's even going to say, but maybe this will be an interesting conversation. No, was Archie was not a very different caucus guy. That, yeah, he was. He, no, he 100% was not. Archie Flower was 100% a he music He was. Guy. No he was fucking way. At the very was. beginning, That's I believe That's how I he got was. to know him, because he was a he part was. of the Mises Caucus, and he joined Lions Liberty. Yes, he was. That's how this all started. He left the Mises Caucus. You can hear it in the podcast. It's, it's in the intro of that debate. He talks about it. Yeah. Guy who doesn't pay attention. 
But yeah, I, I also have transitioned more into just let it fly, and this is just more honest, and I don't have time to pretend. And I think there's value to both. Unless I'm doing an entire show that's completely fake. But other than those times... Even then, like I, I know when I'm doing that, that I'm only making enemies. I'm not making any friends, except for the people that were already friends and understand the joke. I, like, I have nothing really to gain other than a bunch of people getting pissed off, and that brings me some sort of dark, twisted joy. But, um, like... I, I wasn't doing that to, uh, to like that was still me being honest to my people because they know that I'm the snarky whatever just uh, you know say jokes that most autistic people don't understand type shit because I'm more autistic than they are but um, yeah I, I, I respect both sides and uh, I respect you for uh, the stuff that you did uh, the very valuable work that you did in being able Brian to pair people up keyboard. and uh, putting up with Brian's keyboard and also sorry more so Sounds like a sewing machine what yeah, more no, so, sorry. Say, start over dan start over sorry so your ability- <laughs> i should have <laughs> muted, I, I muted myself right, dan, can you say again what you respected about, what you respected about me more so uh your your ability to be self-aware enough to realize when it's time to move on from that and you know be more uh, outgoing and just honest because i think there's even more value to that moving forward so props so dan's point is that you were a liar this whole time and now he respects you, but didn't respect you before. That's exactly Something what like I that. said. I think we've got serious comments out of just about everybody, except Rico. Rico, do you have anything anything serious to add to this conversation? Uh, about what now? I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't need to be Rico, about your thoughts, on, your thoughts on the uh, fifth episode of Breaking Bad season Wait, four. I, I'll take Rico, your thoughts on the Triple H era of WWE thus far. Rico, can you uh, tilt your laptop uh, down so we can see your face? And uh, right. I like that Rico didn't even have... He is... Less respect for this, your last show, than he does for the boring podcast where he actually uses his light. That seven people will listen to. Yeah. yeah. Well, seven. 17. We quadrupled our audience overnight. 17, Mark. And by the way, Mark, if you are if you play your cards right, we'll advertise on whatever your new podcast is. Uh, cluck and cluck. What is it? Cluck, cluck, fuck, fuck with Mark Claire or fuck, fuck, what's, fuck, what's fuck. What's the going rate on the boring pod for ads? 14 cents a read? Uh, <laughs> you have to buy me a hand. I'll buy five years. Um, yes. No, I'm going to advertise on your podcast. $40. You guys don't have money for that. You can't afford me. <laughs> yes, we do. You haven't seen my rates. I mean, not enough to Nobody pay those energy bills, obviously. But They haven't even seen your title. Oh, I forgot. I was joking about the title Nobody of my knows. lost podcast. I Here's my... Let's all take a guess. Sydney no. Sweeney. Who the fuck is that? That's my guess. Sydney Sweeney's tits, a Mark Claire podcast joint. Uh, no, my real guess is. Oh, yeah. Are you guys going to stick around and record an ELL with him? No, I didn't I'm ask anybody. Or uh, uh, Matt or whatever this fucking show is called. You don't Spirituality. Have a Mark Claire's journey into polyamorous loving. That's my guess. All right. Well, now I'm going to bring on my good friend, Anthony Samaroff. Anthony, thank you for waiting in the waiting room for so long. <laughs> Anthony, Mark, anyway, it's good you, to be here. I was waiting four or five because boyfriend. I was in several chat rooms with ladies who are uh, polyamorous. They told me to uh, keep funding them and they would come back to let me know their address. Hmm. He's been off stage eating carrots and celery this whole time. Anthony, do you feel that polyamory is inherently libertarian in nature? I feel that... To say anything is inherently libertarian isn't correct. <laughs> I think the only inherently libertarian thing is probably to put me on a couch 
if I'm in your town and uh, go from there. That is actually literally what he would say. So. That's what I'm most proud of, is developing Brian's uh, impressions from the days of Johnson Weld to the to the now perfected Anthony Samroff. Very well done. They're very similar. Cheers to that. Rico, I need, I need at least one comment from Rico. All right, well, uh, we could either do um, I used to be a neocon or Mark broke a pact and skipped WrestleMania last year. What would you rather talk about? Yes. I have counters to either of them. So, Well, I don't have counters to I used to be a neocon. <laughs> My counter to the second one would be suddenly I, I hey, you going to WrestleMania? Oh, yeah, I got, I got all these tickets. I got a whole plan. I'm like, oh, I don't remember you asked me about that. But also, it was a it was a rough time, so I probably wouldn't have ended up going. So fair enough. Now, I didn't know I had to ask on a pact for life. <laughs> My bad. No. Do you ask your wife, "Hey, we still married today?" Sometimes <laughs> he <yeah>. does. Actually, <laughs> well, sometimes I wake up in a cold sweat. Bad retort. Hold on, I mean. did we? Is this, is this fucking shit? All right, I used to be a neocon. Um, yes, I used to believe in the Bush doctrine until I started reading the Liberty Thread. So. Um, Good on you guys, I guess. You just made me more. Actually, you guys just made me more angry. With I, I liked um, to do. the blissful I time where I could re- look at the news and think, oh, that's that's true. That's not all bullshit. Now I'm just angry the all Matrix. the time. So yeah. ma- you actually made me into what I am today. That's liber- That's being a libertarian. Just being you, angry all the fucking time. He misses that delicious Matrix stick. Yep. I have one more question for JB. In your Shoot. now probably five, six years doing conspiracy corner episodes almost every month <laughs> with the likes of completely insane. every, every Mon- month really every month another reason guys, to join the lions of liberty patreon we will actually do conspiracy corners uh once a month once mark is uh, not in control though i said almost and it was almost <laughs> but they will be called secret lies and cover-ups it was very much for a number of years only in the last seven, eight months, not coincidentally, when I've been dealing with a lot of shit, was I get a little bit more spread. Four years. Seven, eight, seven years. But no, we had a few, we had many years of every month. That, that's yeah, a, we had a good that's run. a true thing. We had a very good run. Uh, anyway, the point being, in all seriousness, or non-seriousness, I don't really give a fuck, <laughs> was there anything in all those years of you being the sort of prime skeptic defender of rationality and such uh that where you where you actually hit something where you not change your mind on but thought well that is really interesting and i actually don't that is i don't really know what the fuck maybe that is something weird in general bill hicks anything anything strike you no i I don't think there's anything that i knew about what about just now with bill hicks wasn't it in any in any appreciable way well i don't know about the bill hicks thing i didn't change i don't (laughs) think alex jones did you see those honestly i don't think alex jones is bill hicks (laughs) If you want the truth. what about I, what I about Justin Trudeau being Castro's funny. son? I mean, uh, come which, on, which come comes on. to yeah, a lot on. of conspiracy. I like talking about it, but I don't actually literally believe. It. I don't mean believe it. You know? I, just, I don't. I don't mean believe a certain theory. I mean like something where you thought, well, that is pretty interesting. I wonder if that could be true. I'm not. I'm not going as far as belief. I'm just curious if there's something that piqued. You, if there's anything that piqued your interest to the point of like, well, that is interesting kind of thing. I'm not saying believe. It. What about We're Louis saying anti-vax. being a terrible human being? You know, you know, honestly, the problem, like the reason why this is hard for me is I think most of our conspiracy corners there, there's not a lot of nuance in my mind. Either there's something that could conceivably happen like Ruby Ridge 
or they're wild things. I mean, like it's not even a conspiracy. Earth. It's just There's what very happened. There's little yeah. in between. Like, Ruby Ridge is a conspiracy, but that could about easily Earth, fucking happen. Like, easily. So there's no reason for me to say, oh, well, there's no could happen. Ruby Ridge happen. happened. It what happened. do you mean? No, but like, 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 it happened in a way that the, like, the official narrative is wrong. There, there's a lot of, the official narrative is even questioned at this point. There's I mean, a lot of, there's a lot of conspiracy corners <laughs> where something happened and people don't accept the official narrative. And that I have to say, yeah, that's possible. And yeah, maybe that what they said is not true. Maybe there's more to this story than that we've been told. But then we talk about giants and then we talk about flat earth. And then we talk about yeah. things that are so unbelievable. Based. So yeah. Like they're <laughs> like, well, no, like it's not even so much like it's not true. There's like, this is why I want JB on the system is down. There's not even like a lot. I always get to a point. It's like, even if you're, what you're saying is true, what is the motivation? For building a conspiracy about this I answered that question thing. already, JB. And that's give you an answer for anything. No, but yeah, I've gotten answers, but they've never been very convincing. Well, fuck you. <laughs> this is my favorite conspiracy. <laughs> this is why we're going to have a lot of fun on the new Secrets, Lies, and Cover-Ups. Only on the Lions of Liberty Patreon. LionsLiberty.com forward slash Patreon. Is that a real name? Wait, no. Patreon.com forward slash lines. <laughs> you guys can have Conspiracy Corner. I like that one. No. We're doing... No, you want a Conspiracy Corner. We're doing I, I have a Secrets now, Lies. I'm going to steal want, it back from Timeline Earth. Conspiracy Court. But if you want maybe a, a partial answer, you did, yeah, you did at answer. one point make me question the moon landing. At one point, I'm like, uh, did they fake it? But that's, then, that's I, was like, and then I read a little bit more. I looked at it. I was like, nah. I don't know. Well, okay. So All here's right, the question. Can you see the flag from Earth? Is that a myth or is that true? Can you see the that, flag? That has Tulsa? to be a myth. Absolute myth. It's too small. So then, so then we don't fucking know. We don't know. Is that all it takes? Yeah. That's all it takes for me to not presume that we land on. So, so yeah. how would, uh, If we have no other evidence, JB. This is kind of like the atheist agnostic thing. I don't know for a fact that we landed on the moon, but I don't. I have no reason to believe that we didn't. Can you? Well, we haven't been back a, since. It's, it's like, JB, the fact that we have, about exactly. everything. I don't have. I don't because I wasn't fucking there. JB I was literally there because even if I was in the yeah, control but that should room, go the other way. Unless you were Houston, literally there in the control room, why do you believe it? Room computers. No. You would still question me because I wasn't in the rocket. I am so on JB's side. Werner von Braun. I am I usually agnostic. I am usually uh, a pro JB side guy. I didn't know and you guys are pro Nazis though. And I you trust the fucking Nazis so much. Werner von it's Braun. Anti-Semitic. Well, at the end of the, the day, you're asking me what I believe, not what I know, because I cannot prove exactly. this. It doesn't mean I we're not going to argue with you about it. That we talk about. No, but exactly. We're talking about what I believe. I also believe that right. we landed on the moon. JB, just to be clear, I also believe we landed on the moon. But I can, I, also, <laughs> I can also I can also easily you, believe that origin. we didn't. Because it is bizarre we haven't been back. It's bizarre that nobody both? has really but made a lot of emphasis to get to we the moon. Like a dozen times. What are you talking about? How many times do we need uh, to go? Wait, 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 wait. How many times When's have we When's the last gone, time we went? A dozen, JB? How many I don't times? Remember. Because that show was like eight years so, ago. Wait, you, you did and a bunch of research this, and you don't know how many people have gone? my daily life. All right. Like, like, that's why you got to finish the documentary that I paid you for or pledged for. I don't know what, which one. one of those. Yeah. We talked about Just this. Just for JB. Make a I read a bunch of shit. JB. We talked about it and then I promptly forgot it. 
like most of you have done with most of the things that you've learned in your life. And then you adamantly defended your position based on nothing because of what you This is all involved in the moon conversation. I will take my leave and kiss my daughter. But if you guys want to stay on, I need to record a whole episode for tomorrow since my <laughs> uh, hour didn't. Why record. don't we wrap this show and let any stragglers do a little ELL with Brian or whatever the fuck is show me is daydreaming with Brian <laughs> so that he in, in reverse time has a show that already happened by the time this airs, by the time we talk about it. Who's in for that? I, I can. I can give a little time. No. JB will give you 20 minutes. I bet. How I much can. time do you need? I could stay for a bit. 20 minutes, 30 minutes at most. I'm down. Yeah, I can do that. You got a crew. You got a crew. Look at that. All right. All right. Well, well, keep talking. Let me let give me let me go s- tell my wife the bad no, news that let she me has sign to tuck off her kid show. in. You're gonna start a new stream yard for your your show. All right, I will start a new stream yard for our show. Like, and in the next, in the meantime, join. in all honestly, in all honesty, in all honestly, <laughs> honesty, me. Fuck, what's his name for not being here? That really sucks. That guy who I can't name. Is the one who got me in all the shit in the first place. Trump Doty and Trent. Where are you, motherfuckers? <laughs> I can't believe you're not here. And uh Jesse Anderson and everybody else that was ever on that email chain. Should have known he would turn on you. But this crew, minus Dan, no offense, you came in a little many years later. Yep. This crew, minus Dan, plus that other guy are some of the best people I fucking know. And I'm proud to have done many of these absurd, ridiculous shows with you. And I plan to do many other things of this nature in the future. Maybe it'll be on my place, your place, our house, whose house it'll be, pork fest in person, wherever the fuck. So I'm very grateful for all of these amazingly fucking hilarious, awesome times we've had, especially drunk in person before any of this podcasting stuff ever started in the first place. Uh, and also, Dan, nice to meet you along the way, too, I guess. <laughs> hey, uh, you'll you'll eventually podcast with these other schmucks at some point, you say. But Mark, I'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully on the Mark and Dan show. So tune in for the Mark and Dan show, which aired five days ago when this one airs. But for everybody else, please do join me in a very final, if you don't mind, while Brian bangs away on this keyboard. Oh, yeah. Explain to his wife that to hold the baby up for five more minutes so he can tell her about Bill Hicks. Clack, 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 clack. Until the E. Sorry, guys. All right. Let me mute it. Go ahead. Do a good sign off, Mark. Sorry. I'm I'm an asshole. I apologize. Until the reverse in time, Mean Age Jerry Dream finally airs and finally is recorded. Until then, it has been a blast. It has been a really fucking awesome nine years. Until next time, which will take place somewhere and somehow. Live long! And live free. And live free. And live free. And live free. And live free.